this week on the program. Like most motion pictures, this needed way more Reginald Vell Johnson. It's Die Hard 2. I'm Andrew Jupin. Carmine Lorenzo. <laughs> Die Eric 2. Chris Cabiner. And we hate movies. program thank you for tuning in this week that's right we're talking die hard 2 which some may call die hard 2 die harder but it's just really? die hard 2 and die harder was the tagline that was yeah was that was it? interesting because it's like it's it, it was a fake thing like it's not yeah a, you would think it's called die harder which is the stupidest thing mm-hmm. <laughs> die harder is just such a dumb idea Die harder like like hard it, your cock was hard for the first movie yes, yes. sure now it's even harder. Even harder. <laughs> I mean, that's if it was die even harder, <laughs> yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Well, I think, well, here's the thing though. Like, what is the harder way to go? Being dropped off the top of a skyscraper mm-hmm. or kicking back, lighting a cigar on a plane, thinking you got away with it, and then the plane explodes? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Well, oh, I mean, yeah, would you, you rather- go? You go out the second way, I think, no, pr- no question. If you're talking about what your choice is, no, 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 I'm talking like, what's like you, you hear, all right, here's the deal. It's like, oh my God. Guys, did you hear yeah. Eric died yesterday? <laughs> That's like, awesome. holy fuck, what happened? And then the answer is either some flat foot cop dropped him off the top of a skyscraper sure. uh-huh. or he was kicking back in his escape plane, lighting a cigar, and someone blew it up. Which right. one is more epic? You'd or... be like, holy fuck, that guy died hard. I no, mean, I... You're, you're dying hard in both cases. But like a horrible but... death. No, I, I think the, the uh, Franco Nero in this movie has a horrific, fiery, like, it just... It seems like it's quick, but I guarantee you it's not as quick as it looks. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's all plain stuff that you yes. act like it's quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> it ain't quick. Well, I'll say this, man. I would argue the hardest death in this movie is not the oh, bad guy plane at the end. It's that mm-hmm. poor British what? Airlines plane that oh, crashes with fucking oh, Star Trek's yeah. Columini at the helm. And all the world's Grammys, too. I, I was like, jo- oh, is it tea ready? I hope everything. Oh, oh no. no. I'm dead. Uh, but just like English rail love. We might be late, but we get you there. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm, be- I'm beating the queen to the grave. <laughs> get you all over the tarmac. Now, did anyone die Die harder in that uh, car battery commercial that came out recently? Oh, no, I, I don't think anyone passed away oh, no, the Duracell Die Hard they, they car took battery commercial. The, there was an idea to get Timothy Oliphant back into the franchise of course, by of having Fire him. Cell. Bruce Willis put... <laughs> You know the clamps on the thing with the battery. Wait, wait, under the thing, there's nutsack. No, no nipples on the nipples. I know. You can also. Chris, I know. Look, this out I know you're a nutsack you're gesture, man. You're gesturing towards your nipples on an audio show. Uh huh. So I was letting people know that I you mean, were gesturing do, towards your dick, but you weren't. It was the nipples. To be fair, I do think when people listen to us, they imagine us talking. Touching our nipples the entire time. Of course. Time. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Just keeping a check. <laughs> okay, Steve's got the ice cube out. Uh, <laughs> with, oh, you know, with excitable as we get, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, when you listen to this, uh-huh. you're like, they must be teasing Andrew, nipples. Andrew, could you put the air conditioner up? <laughs> 
Yeah, this uh, this this ice cube is melting over my washboard I'm, abs right now. I'm seeing some saggy nips over here on Eric Siska, and I don't fucking Chris, like Chris, it. Chris, Chris, get him, hit him, hit him with that ice cube. Oh, well, yeah. Here's a question. And I, I, oh, my God. I'm desperate uh, to not talk about nipples. Are you sure? Um, for now. Die nipples. For now. <laughs> is this the best Freddie Harlan movie, even though I don't like it very Probably. much? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even though I don't longest, like it. Long Kiss Goodnight is also ready. Yes, I need to watch that's that. The that's best the one, one everybody likes. That's that's the one. It's yeah. better than this movie because it's not tied to any franchise, and it's just, I would argue, as much ridiculous action. I don't think anyone's taken down a plane in that movie. No. I don't remember so. There but, might be somebody is talking about doing it, but not on screen. I think, is there not also some uh, snowmobile shenanigans there in is, that movie? There, are, there is quite so a lot. So there you go. There's Please, a, well, he, also... Eh, eh, Cliffhanger trope. Very similar uh, use of gasoline to like uh, the the fire thing at the end of this. Oh. Something very similar oh, happens yep. during you know, an escape. I think right. Cliffhanger might be his best movie. Oh, of course. That's a solid action year. By too. the way, you want to hear how fucking terrible IMDb is these days? Uh, it's a fucking Did you know dude. he was also the director of. Uh, Cliffhanger colon special effects seven minutes video <laughs> and cliffhanger colon deleted scenes. Wow, video. what a franchise. Yeah. People are just editing this to this is what letterbox. You just have to use letterbox. Yep. You do, because also everything's been cascaded. Like it took me, I forget what director I was looking up the other day. It was like, you know, uh, here's his acting credit. It was Eli Roth, actually. I was looking up Eli Roth. Like, uh-huh. What is Thanksgiving the best Eli Roth movie? And it was. Uh, but I had to like un I had to like do some me- mechanics to get through his acting producerial and whatever cr- yeah. like, uh, thanks yeah. and stuff like directing was after all that I'm like the dude is known as a director that's the first thing that's there exactly. I, yeah. I, I can yep. tell you exactly what this is this is at some point the belief is that everyone on earth will have an IMDb page <laughs> Everybody, sure. Like, well, everybody. We, we have them now, apparently. Yes. So, like, that's, that's the true. idea. I, I think it's like you get enough thanks in there. Yeah, yeah. And even like it's at your, your great grandmother somehow. Chrissy, <laughs> Chris, you were hitting a great point. There's not enough motion pictures putting us down for the special thanks. Yes, I think there should be <laughs> I more. Think a lot of people owe us a uh, lot. I do think that's true. Well, uh, we'll see when uh, Rebel Moon comes out, a, f- a friend of the show, Zack Snyder, yeah. gives us the thanks mm-hmm. to we that's right. these boys. <laughs> that's, we'll, we'll have to see about that when we go see his Star Wars. Anytime yes. someone mm. tells you it's their Star Wars, ain't a great sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ain't. Uh, it's not a bright idea. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. You got what Ooh. I'm putting ha, down. Ha, ha. Ooh, anyway, you back want. to nipples and car batteries. So this no, is sure. two years. This is two years after uh, the events of the first film. Where the first film came out, I believe it's just these two stories are a year apart. <laughs> yeah, probably in, in the movie because there's a lot of like I remembers you from last Christmas on the TV. Yes. There's something about someone tells him he bombed a Nightline interview, and I'm like, oh. give me that. Give me that yes. flashback of him freezing up on national television. Ooh. Uh, excuse me, you can't smoke here. What? <laughs> Seriously. What the fuck? If I can watch fucking John Lennon talk to Forrest Gump, you can't give me <laughs> John Diehard McClane bombing on television. That's true. You no even- religion, too? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, pal. Now, is it true that you refer to uh, these these proud Germans as Krauts? <laughs> is is that true, sir? I called them yippee ki motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, of course, we introduce ourselves back to Mr. John McClane. He's mm-hmm. at an airport. 
It is the holiday season. He's getting a parking ticket. Mm-hmm. Quick thing about this movie, because Wikipedia says it's Christmas Eve. Oh. No. But everybody in the movie keeps saying it's Christmas week. Yes. Mm. So that's oh, a nice. weird kind of vagary that I mean like, <laughs> it makes sense because like it's winter uh, break. The kids are <laughs> off. <laughs> I mean, I guess like because it's busy at the airport, but it's not so busy at the airport. Like we don't want to have like it's like it, it would make sense why Hollywood not you, you wouldn't fly in on Christmas Eve to see your fucking kids. You'd probably fly in like the 23rd oh, no, or something. Christmas week. <laughs> Christmas week. Well, that's what what we're talking about here is what every single Lifetime and Hallmark oh, garbage yeah. Christmas yeah. movie does where mm. some fucking psychopath mm. comes to wherever it is they happen to be celebrating Christmas that year, yeah. like five to six days in advance. They expect you right. to show up to your family's Christmas on the 19th and fuck that. Well, yep. no, you have to because you got to wrap the giant bow on the top of the car you're giving them. <laughs> yes, Christmas. this is very important. Well, you got to do that. You got to hang out with all the high school friends. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You got to save the fucking mitten factory. There's probably some there. gingerbread houses that need to be built. Yes. Thanksgiving right. Eve, you got. Oh, wait, no, that's good. That's, that's a different <laughs> that's holiday. But also, like, you know, you got to find time to fall in love all over again. That's the you big know, one. All of these. Well, I was so going to say Thanksgiving <laughs> Eve, you see all the losers you True. used to oh, hang yeah. out with. And then I guess you do that on Christmas too. People that go home for Christmas, well, I don't. In both cases, I think you have to make time, a lot of time, to realize you should move back home. <laughs> uh, to right. keep it in your mind that that is ultimately what you want to do is give up your job, everything uh-huh. you like about yourself yep. currently, and just go back to hell. Can Anything re- you've built yeah. yourself that you uh, are yeah, yeah, yeah. proud of, yeah. Right. Scrub yourself of your identity that you built for yourself. <laughs> and just. Good Go idea. back to factory setting. Take Just, yeah, take over the family gingerbread factory. Mm. You know that's that's it. That's well, your life. You know, stupid. I would go back to factory defaults if I could be a little guy again, right? Like you turn young, you be small. Oh, Is I don't want that. But you so, know what you know now, so you could master it. Well, actually, so it's just the size, or you go completely youthful. I, well, uh, except for my noggin. Oh, I, well, I was that's looking, asking a lot. Here. I was looking this up. You can go back to factory settings. You, you put your left middle finger up your ass okay, and okay. your right index finger in uh-huh. your right, right. ear. And then, oh. and then jostle a paperclip up your nose. <laughs> you have to do that, but then the reset is putting a gun to your head and pulling the trigger. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, that's a great life <laughs> yeah. hack. That's just yeah, that's resetting. So this is science fiction because it starts off and it's uh, McLean. Uh, he's, getting, he's getting towed. By Robert, the great Robert Costanza. Absolutely. Um, Vinny. And, yeah, I'm from Washington, D.C. or whatever. No, yeah, it's the fucking cradle of democracies <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, I was born outside of Baltimore. What of it? Like, No, you weren't. Uh, but he's just... That's the test. It's like, all right, Robert Costanzo's character in this movie, say the word water for me. Uh-huh, exactly. That'll fucking no, determine it. Water. Oh, okay. We don't got a little Italy, but we do have a little meatball world. It's about Ooh. three, about three, you know, places where all the Italian food is oh, in the entire. Yeah. Now I see why Dennis Franz lives here too. Meatball world. <laughs> yeah, that's my brother, Robert Costanza. He's from. We're kind of like the Nolan brothers. I'm from Chicago. He's from New York. I have always loved. Dennis Franz in this movie just oh, yeah. being incompetent and loud yeah. and stupid the whole time. It's kind of great. But he's getting a ticket yeah. from a cop and he pulls his badge or he's getting towed and the guy's like, yeah, fuck you, pal. Never gonna have these no, two no, no, would no. jerk really? each other off in the bathroom. Are you sure? No, like, because it's that's like, what cops do. But they Obviously they do. They yeah. love it. They enjoy it. They drink it up. 
But this is apparently the first movie and the only movie I saw this on uh, the trivia mm. that he's LAPD. Uh, right. Okay. Yes. He's for this movie that's not in LA. Yep. I because it tells you that he after yes. the first movie successfully moved out with yeah, Holly, yeah. they patch things up. I feel like I'd rather see that than the airport jaunt here in yeah. DC. Well, because it's the, like you don't. I mean, I guess we had to wait till the fourth one to see any of DC. Uh, yeah. This is all the, yeah, Dallas, by the way, outside the city. So yeah, it's like right. I got mean, nothing. All the <laughs> a lot of these complaints are going against the principle of the movie, which was you have to do everything we Jesus did in the Christ. first movie. Jesus, you yeah. can do it in different mm-hmm. order, and it like yes. certain things can be oh, changed. Oh, but it has to be somehow cheaper. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, little. Che- I don't know. Some of those outside Dude, shots cost no, you money. This yeah. goddamn. If this took place during the day, it'd be an extra star rating on Letterboxd for me right now. It is so dark. It is murky. Yeah. I can't take all the scenes uh, around baggage conveyor belts Eric. and darkened runways. Eric Die Hard was at night. It yes. has to be dark. I'm somehow, sorry. Somehow a skyscraper is more interesting than an airport. It's, it's less claustrophobic somehow, and it yes. was just kind of odd. I, I agree with you with that, Eric. I, but actually, this, this was the most expensive movie ever made at the time. Really? Until yeah. T2 uh, knocked it out. Yeah, I mean, I get it, though. Like, you're blowing up a lot of shit. You're taking over for parts of this movie, like an actual airport. That costs money to shut this stuff oh, down. The explosions are good. I uh, I applaud the dummy work. I love a good dummy. Yes, oh, sir. dude, this has one of my favorite dummy kills of all time when he drops the painting scaffolding on yes, the guy. I love yeah. that. And it turns into like a sub Mr. Highway from the good son. It might as well be the scarecrow from the Wizard of Oz. Like it's a fat guy on this painting scaffold. John McClane pushes it over. The guy falls off. And when it lands on him, it turns into a scarecrow. When it I turns, it. when it hits the stomach, you can see the head inflate a little bit. <laughs> it's- <laughs> But he's picking up his wife because she's coming in from L.A. He get, The car gets towed. It's a, it's the mother-in-law's car. So, okay, let's conti- the movie didn't really flesh this out, but I guess I could pick up the pieces, right? The mother-in-law lives in D.C. Yeah, the yes. parents live the in parents D.C. D.C. Okay. We're doing the grandchildren. The, yeah, the grandchildren are with the grandparents. Okay. And he's he, all he's trying to do is pick his wife up from the airport, which, to be fair, if you've ever driven oh, to an airport to pick nightmare. someone up, it is a diehard situation all its own. <laughs> this movie true. is very believable. I, I what, like is he, that, what is he doing leaving the fucking car long enough that someone tows it? Because he's an asshole fucking cop, and he's like, no one's going to do anything to my car. Excuse me, asshole hero cop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's the difference here. Everybody fucking Nakatomi knows who this guy Tower, is. ever heard of it? Exactly. Everybody knows who this fucking is. It's yeah. kind of great because that also happens in the third movie. Like, they're still talking about this all those years later. It's like, that thing in the building in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, because this happens often with the State of the Union, they'll bring, you know, the, the current president will bring somebody. Oh, a special guest. Usually someone uh, whose life has been ruined by the United States of America. <laughs> yes. yeah. But sometimes heroes make it. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh, your tickets are comped. Heroes yeah, they, that destroy <laughs> you. Get to, you get to watch me deliver my, my address. Oh, I guess, I guess no, this would be this would be Bush, right? 80, so Christmas 88, that's going down. Yeah. Wait, wait, Bush Senior. Yeah. Wouldn't it? 
When did that and all the, change? The hands? term started well, in 89. 89 I think. So, yes, right. So, yeah, by, still by, by inaugural, I want to bring in my, my, my Nakatomi hero, a little applause for <laughs> Mr. John McClain. That's right. He killed all those nefarious Germans, just like our great United States military did decades prior. Oh. Pour one out for my good buddy, Mr. Takagi. <laughs> Lost yep. his life. Uh, thousand points of light, thousand bullets for Mr. McClain up there in the 14th row. Give a little wave there. I vomited on his neck rather than his lap. It's a different type. I like to give a little variety. Oh, man. Isn't that great that someone got to experience presidential hot goop in their lap? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Do you think, I mean, and Chris, you're totally right, because every single thing that happens in the first movie happens in this movie. Has to. Gets shoved into this turducken of a film. I am curious when and where somebody, and it had to be Bruce Willis, is like, there's no way I'm taking my shoes off. I know, I know it's oh, in the script because you put, yeah, like, there must yeah. be like a, oh no, I got, I got milk all over my shoes. Got to <laughs> yeah. take these off and now. Oh, they broke all these duty free alcohol bottles. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I guarantee you, in some, at least in some draft, right. he took his shoes off. Absolutely. But do you know, do you know what I, I would put money on the. Um, uh, the agreement was they came together. It's like, all right, Bruce, like you don't have shoes, but you're constantly asking other people for their jacket because it's cold outside. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of because that happens a lot. He's straight up. There's the one dude, Barnes, the air traffic controller guy. He straight up borrows that dude's coat like halfway through this movie and never gives it and back to him. That's the guy that comes up with all the ideas for this. Yes. yes. He's the idea man, and he's Bruce the, is just executing he's it. He's the hero, really. Yes, he always uh, loved that Barnes. He's, he, he pops up and stuff. We were just <laughs> talking about him. He plays like a police chief in something. Yes, he's been a police chief in some. I yet he's always. I think it's always a police or like yeah, someone working for a is state he the agency. Boss in Last Action Hero. No, no, he's, he's got a great little raspy voice, which I love. He does, I've always loved that dude's voice because it's like a tiny guy. Yes, it's kind of like a Joey Pants situation. Yes. Honestly, tiny guy, raspy voice kind of adorable one of the cops from ruthless people that's right but i I, you're right he is a chief in something and it's driving me insane he Uh, is a lieutenant in metro um let me look up some more credits here oh he's 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 been working i gotta my my thumb is scrolling my thumb is scrolling. any previous episodes because i feel like this guy just came up in something it shows up a lot what's his his name eric i'm just now it's uh art evans he was in Bushwhacked, uncredited there as Marty. Yeah. There you go. That's there it. There we go. Thank- yes, he is the boss. Oh, thank you. He's Daniel Stern's boss yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. at the Courier place yeah. in Bushwhack. Ooh. Oh, that was going to bother <laughs> me for weeks. Uh, but so, like, McLean is just walking through the airport. It's it's Christmas week, everybody. Oh, so yeah. So it's sort of like Christmassy, I guess. Uh-huh. Oh, he's a uh, detective in the original Fright Night. Uh, speaking, oh. of, speaking of Christmassy, you can security guard and tough turf. <laughs> oh boy! Oh shit! Eric's getting excited. Speaking of Christmassy, Eric, you can listen to our Christmas uh, we love movies episode on an even better action Christmas movie, which is Lethal Weapon. That's Lethal right. Out weapon out yes. now on Patreon.com and also out now on Patreon.com. Our syncable commentary to the original Die Hard. If That's you're like, true. why That's did right. they ever do the original Die Hard? They already did. You could also hear this ad free there as well. Yes. So part of the thing that's going on, like it's all over the news in the airport and everything is you're hearing about the Republic of Val Verde. Once again, shared cinematic universe with Commando. Thank you, Stephen E. D'Souza. Oh, Incredible. yeah. That I- is in fucking sane. So <laughs> Dan yeah. Hedaya 
El Presidente. Yep. Yeah, yeah, overthrown thanks to John Matrix. Yes. This dude, the general, I guess, of his army that's maybe just got out of there. In the Ramon Esperanza, yes. dude, you're you're making. Because you're, I was thinking about this movie the other day. You're pitching an even better what if movie than. Remember when everyone was a buzz about the Vega Brothers movie? Yeah. Uh, I want I want <laughs> yeah. uh, Van Valverde, the movie, which is Dan Hedaya calling the shots for Franco Nero. Yes. Right. Yeah. And yep. the only thing that'll stop us this time are the two Johns, John Matrix and John McClane. Dude, yeah. yeah. How did they biff that fucking team two, up? It's right there. Are you, are you telling me that two men named after the toilet are coming here? <laughs> Uh, that's the trailer line right the there. The toilet boys are coming. Oh, shit, dude. That's what you call it, too. Mm -hmm. This here, Here's always been my problem with this movie. The plot, I mean, the plot of Die Hard is a fucking diamond. It's just like yeah. Yeah. he is stuck in the goddamn, in the thing, terrorists take, in the tower, terrorists take it over. Oh, no, he doesn't have any right. shoes on. And it, and it just goes from there. It's, it's, it's just, really, really it's easy. It's just like what's that, uh, when Mario, Mr. Mario Brother, is mm -hmm. going up to defeat... Uh, Donkey Kong, sure. Uh -huh. Who's throwing the barrels? Yeah, he's yeah. at the top in of the, the game. Donkey Kong, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, uh -huh. know, it took me. It took me thinking to not say King Kong. So oh, this yeah. is where I'm working back. Right. So, so Mario Mario's going up through the tower yes. right, to defeat Donkey Kong at the top, throwing those barrels. Uh -huh. Hans Gruber, anyone? And he's got oh, his sure. wife next to him. Exactly. Princess. Oh, yes. All yeah. you had to do for a really good Die Hard video game. I didn't play the Die Hard video game. I think there was one. Uh yes, yeah, a couple of them but there. if you just yeah. had yes, him throwing hammers and shit at a at a <laughs> at, a, at a fucking an ape named Hans Gruber, oh, you'd have some. Oh God, you're one of them. You're gonna throw a barrel at me, aren't you? Oh God, aren't you? Those Germans with their beer barrels. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a hammer. <laughs> You call right, me I'd an Italian? <laughs> Sorry, Steve, you were saying I don't remember. No, but the plot, I, I do, because I always remember. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, it, it's just so, like, and it, it's so perfect that you even say, oh, you know, fucking uh, speed is just die hard on a bus because mm. it's so simple. This movie is so goddamn complicated with the politics. With This movie isn't even Die Hard at an airport. It's Die Hard at an airport at a church that also kind of sort of goes back to the airport. Then right. it just, Well, like, it's all really the same property line, I, I Steve. I guess so. But we're also kind of doing like a riff on like Noriega and exactly. all of the yes. north yeah, yeah, yeah. and all sure. like the... So I'm, the politics are very interesting of this movie. This like the CIA is like you know evil yeah. dog shit. Which, well, it's the military. I mean, the military more so. But yes, like right. that. I do like who's the bad guys. I'll tell you that much. Sure, These are exactly. direct bad guys. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, um, well, I think part of that is like this was much like Die Hard was. Like this is just based on some book. Yeah. That they found and turned it into a Die Hard story. Sure. You know, and I, you know. This was a book. <laughs> 58 yes. minutes, I think. Oh, I was going to say 58 pages. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like believe. That I believe. Somebody's like, dad wrote, read the shit out of this book. Oh, oh absolutely. Man. And then they were watching this movie and they were like, wait a second, this plot sounds awfully familiar. Let me rife through my brown paper paperback <laughs> books and find. Ah, yes, 58 minutes. Here uh, it is. Let me get to the stacks. I don't mind that it's not the exact yeah. same location thing. No, I, I just mean the plot is very, it's very sweaty. It's very complicated. The ins and the outs. And when John Amos turns, you're like, I guess so. Like it's, it just like, it, yeah. there's so much going on yes. that it just drowns out the action for me. Personally. I agree. And also, like I was saying before, every single shot is dark. 
And it's just, I don't know. I wanted a little more out of this. And this is how I felt as a child as well. Well, Well, that's also true of Randy Harlan movies in general. Yeah. He's very dark, like fucking, uh, uh, not just long, because Adventures of Ford Fairlane, that fucking movie is, there's a fucking, uh, something over the sun the whole time. Yeah, movie. well, that's the best for the adventures of Fortrailing. <laughs> Keep yes. that shit in the shadows as much as you possibly you're can. You're lighting nice Andrew clay. You know, you yeah, exactly. Ooh. But also, like, uh, I mean, you know, deep blue sea, you're underwater the whole time, more or less. That's all dark down yeah. there. And well, uh-huh. Except for Holly's plane, when it's always golden hour for the entire oh, movie. This, here's the thing. Whenever we cut to Holly McLean, it sucks. I'm in sorry. This <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty it's, bad. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be. This is the part of the movie that I'm like, you didn't need to mirror the sequel so much. Like, she does not need to be involved. Atherton's Wait, character does not need to be in the movie. They are both in the first movie. It has to happen in the second movie. <laughs> it just, it just, it's not a, a negotiable true. thing. Like, the foot thing, the fact that they allowed that not to happen yeah. means that everything else has to be in. <laughs> if that's the one give, all the, the, the weird office stuff has to look all the same yes. as the weird office stuff. In the first one, it all has to look the well, same. Well, hang on a second. One is like grody-ass airport police station office, and the other one's a really gorgeous Los Angeles 1980s high-rolling it's, what are you talking I, about? I don't, they don't think look the it's same very at all. I, I think they do. I think you have to watch the iHeart again because they're both grubby as shit. Well, because you know, like there's a lot to Chris's point a little bit. There's like vents and there's elevator shafts. Oh, and the there's vents. the and fucking all, machine rooms, and this whole movies are machine rooms. All those like big <laughs> blocky like viewing pat like uh yeah. things. They all Four look doors. like the same stuff from when he's wandering around the office upstairs. Big blocky viewing things. Like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> the, uh, when you're uh, 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 an airport controller, you know yeah. I have to look at a thing, yeah. like to, to do Determin- your job. A, a monitor. A monitor. There. Thank you. Okay. Like that's what I'm talking okay. about. The big <laughs> three blocking- syllables. <laughs> <laughs> the big blocking, like you know how it comes in, like a, a large thing that has like three stations at it, right? Yeah. Like the air traffic control, yeah, like the sure. desk with the yeah. whole monitor. So system. where in Die Hard One is that computer station? Oh, uh, when he's uh, they hack into it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when- they hack into it, and then when the uh, Ruber reveals himself. It's in a place where there's just hundreds of those yes. things everywhere. A lot of, lot of, lot, lot of this. It, it, Got it. It's all the same shit. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, I think, the, but the Holly stuff is out of control. It sucks. But, but way back, fucking Which, 15 minutes ago, what I was trying to say about Holly being in the plane, what I like about that is the light level. Like you mentioned, like golden hour. Yeah. But what that is is the exact lighting that an airplane should always be. Yeah, mm-hmm. it should always be the kind of dim. Yeah, you can read if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's it. You get on these planes where it's lit like a fucking hospital, you can forget that yeah. shit. Mm. Please turn the lights down. Yeah. It looks, aside from being stuck in the air and your plane's running out of fuel, it looks like a very comfortable ride. Yes. I mean, you're supposed to look at <laughs> Molly and just be like, or Holly and just be like, Oh, her. Yes. Like, yeah. It's very oh, glowy yes. and like yes. it is angelic. Very, like, I'm supposed to view her as McLean might now, and it's just a little too much. And it's, you know, it's sad in, in a way because it's the only female character in this fucking yeah. movie, yeah. right? Well, she be, well, that and the uh, annoying Sam news Coleman actor woman. News yes. actor, yeah. Right, which is not, she's not in it that much. Now, that would be so, like, if you paired McLean with her longer, yes. maybe. Uh, she, uh, Holly beeps McLean. And she's picking up the phone on the plane, and I don't—I've never seen this before. <laughs> I mean, I—she's I, in first class. It looks dude, like, right? You, and she's not. No, she's Atherton is introduced bitching about how 
the plane was overbooked yeah. and he's not in first class. Right. But could he at least get the first class meal? Well, I got to tell you that if that's the case, if this is what flying in the 80s was, because I, I know that they've the, the, the airlines have like uh, 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 economized every single inch of space on an airplane now. Right. Yeah. She's just in a twofer with this old lady, dude. It, it yeah. looks yeah. like nice. first class to yeah. me. I know. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's 1990 fucking economy, dude, but it dude, looks pretty she's awesome. She's able to page him and get a call back on the airplane. Yeah. I love this line. She answers the phone. It's the 90s. Microchips, microwaves, faxes, and airphones. And his response is correct, by the way. That I think progress peaked with frozen pizza. Yeah, and it did. Oh, yeah. It did. Sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, so like it's Christmas week. You're like, oh, I gotta go pick up Holly. I'll be back in like I don't know two or three hours. Yeah. He's like, Hey Holly, when you get here, we're gonna get a fucking motel, and I'm gonna rail the shit out of you. Hell and yeah. We'll uh-huh. just tell the kids to go fuck themselves. That's. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a benefit of Christmas week, dude. Is you could like roll up the road. Yeah. Get some sort of like you know day and a half fuck fest going on with your wife. <laughs> And you can give back to the in-laws before and no one's and missing the holiday. It's not mentioned, is it, why you flew out there before her? No. Um, it's also not yeah, I mentioned why yeah, I, I guess work, can, I assume because she has work, work she's oh, doing. She's got work she's that's doing. but that's that's always been my curiosity. Like, is she still at the same company? She she's is. got a folder that's Nakatomi yes, on. That's okay, I, did, I never noticed that. But, like, that's, I want a little bit about, See, like, maybe is, she took over for Mr. Takagi. Yeah, now she's probably. running the place. That is and someone you're with. You're on the fucking phone, and it's like, yeah. Oh, you, sorry, John, I got held up, you know. I, yeah. Or it sucks that, you know, to, you know, I'm the new Takagi. I got to do whatever. You I'm take I'm gonna the be there kids soon. out there a few days early. You'll hang out with my mother. <laughs> but yeah. I guarantee Nakatomi, you're the you're 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 Mrs. Murder at Nakatomi. Well, that's <laughs> that's like I can't fire her yet, but yeah. in a year she is out of here. Oh, that's yeah. true. Once the press stops sniffing around every day, exactly. well, everything that Nakatomi does, it's like how do we change our name? How do we change our logo? How do we get? as far away from this fucking tragedy as possible very true very true and i i i would be curious the ins and outs of how that you know nakatomi oh it's not happening they're closing it's gone it's done it's over with something like that happens you're just gone i'm sorry in the third movie he's divorced right yes he's divorced that's how this should have started I mean, I, yeah. I cut, cut this fucking thread. You could make a Bonnie Bedelia thread. Uh, a, it would be great if she wasn't in peril, like Princess Peach. Uh, and B, but you know, you could have a, a decent enough Bonnie Bedelia thread. But the William Atherton part is yes. where it just gets like, you can't do it. You just can't do it. And also, it's a weird happenstance. Like, uh, oh, you're on this flight. Are you kidding me? Well, and- because I think <laughs> that the, the the balance here is because. You have like Sam Coleman mostly does the like with the exception of like one thing does the right thing through yeah. most of this. Yeah. And it's a positive portrayal of the media that can only go so far. Yes. So you need the other way to be pushed back very hard. That's so you have true. something like William Atherton doing this bathroom deal. And like, it's just <laughs> I, 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 you're right. I, I Again, I, I got pissed off at a lot of little things in this, yeah. but like I, I enjoy this movie quite sure. a lot, actually. But it's true. Like. I hate to say it, but get rid of all the on the plane stuff. Yep. Wipe it all. You know how if you want to have like a, a, a major female character in this, get 
the fucking former politician Fred Dalton Thomas the fuck out of here and have that be a woman. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Yes, that's a major that's character yeah. that can talk and have some agency. Ooh, oh, or here's what it is: like he's uh, flirting pretty hard with that uh, rental car lady. Sure, you have that lady. You cast her. You know. With somebody of note, sure, and it's like for whatever reason, uh oh, now this employee from the airport has to help follow me around. Right. I, I, yes. I like Chris's idea, and you know what, Candace Bergen, yeah, as the Ooh. air traffic control lady, like a, McLean, you can't be running around my airport, fucking done for. I like I to mean, see her landing strip. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, I, I heard she's yes. just, it's completely balled down. No, yeah, yeah. you well, didn't. I heard that. <laughs> from, from who? Oh, why like the internet, maybe? Okay, oh, oh, sure. Oh, or maybe so a family friend. That <laughs> person in the internet. Yikes. Well, Andrew, it's your, your confirmation. Let me fix your tie there. Just so you know, Murphy Brown is bald as a bear down there. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to lie to you and say it's, there's that's, a landing strip, I mean, but see, it's not, bald dude, down nothing there. Nothing wrong but. with either way. That's, dude, that's, Steve, that's crazy because that's exactly what happened when I got confirmed because, you know, you go yeah. up there and it's like they, they get the bishop to do it. Oh, you know? of course, yeah. Of and course, what yeah. it is is like you get a, you know, you, the confirmation happens one at a time and then you get like a couple seconds to sort of wrap course, with yeah, the bishop. Of course, yeah, of course. And it was like, oh, you know, your holiness, like this is such an honor, blah, blah, blah. And he just leaned in and he was like, Candace Bergen shaves her mint. <laughs> and I was like, wow, your holiness, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Murphy Yo. Brown, more like Murphy Ball. <laughs> no, why don't you bish hop on and get done with this confirmation? And, and look, I do like this idea of the uh, airport employee that's flirting with him. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Become, but I, she, she is fil- fulfilling a role from the first movie again of the stewardess who was fucking uh, flight attendant who was right. like, gave him fuck eyes the minute he Oh yeah, she's like, <laughs> yep. she, I will right. blow you the second you get off this plane. <laughs> yep. Get a Mary. Oh, so I, I've always appreciated the move that he does in this the with her. She, she's like, uh, oh, you know, I get off in a couple hours if you want to like get a drink. And he just does the like, I'm going to wiggle the wedding ring. Yeah. Like, sorry, toots. Just yeah. the facts, ma'am. Just yeah. the facts. Oh, yeah, Which is. That's kind of a pretty funny one. Not bad. Not so, bad. Meanwhile, you've got uh, Sadler. Sadler. Yes. Well, first you get Sadler. Oh. Holy Ooh. shit. You're I know. Totally this is golden Ooh. hour. <laughs> oh, this fucking asshole is beautifully Speaking lit. about fucking shaved like a bald eagle, dude. <laughs> Just nude like Tai Chi showing this fucking body. Holy I, fuck. He's got cum gutters. He's got gutters for every oh, fluid yeah. you got. Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. man. Well, the thing with Sadly, so Steve, you had that joke about Andrew when you inevitably watch the Die Hard 2 4K. Let me uh, know about the asshole. Yeah. I want to report back. I, I did my darndest, but this movie has not yet been put on 4K. Oh. It's just the first one as far as I can tell. But on the Hulu stream, dude, on my big ass TV, I was looking at it. There is a little something. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> I, I could get in there. It's, yeah. it's dangling sack situation. Right. Just mm-hmm. just the littlest William bit. Sackler. Uh-huh. <laughs> if his last name was Sackler, he'd also have some things to find <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> he'd be <laughs> part of the shittiest family in America. Well, he's, he's so much better. I mean, he's very good in this. Uh, he's a very compelling villain. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's so funny that he became such a comedic actor. Yeah. I really? mean, like, even like even Shawshank, which is a dramatic performance, yeah, yeah. dramatic movie. He's like the the dopey guy, right? And then he, death with Bill and Ted, yes. and right? Yeah, which I was pleased that he reprised his role as death in that third movie, and it was delightful. I still need to see it. 
it's a good time, man. I fucking tear up at the end every time. I, I think they did mm-hmm. a really good job with it. You know, I saw it, but I don't remember it because it was during the pandemic, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I was crippling alcoholic then and now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what's the difference? Uh, it's this week. I, so I remember this week only. You've added more weed on top? or uh, <laughs> I wish, Chris. <laughs> well, so this is what's crazy about So, Steve, your, your whole stuff about like the politics is uh, confusing in this movie or whatever. It's understandable that you would feel that way because the exposition dump mm-hmm. about what is going it's, on. There's so much. But it's happening yeah, on right. this television hey, broadcast right. while yes. he's doing nude Tai Chi. There's no possible way a, any <laughs> level-headed viewer can pay attention to the politics on CNN mm-hmm. when these cheeks are just kicking and punching. This aggression will not stand from Val Verde. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're at with this exposition. Because, yeah, he's... The, the 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 general there was stopping the commies, but then like he was using some U.S. funds to funnel in cocaine, etc. It's, a, it's a, he's for. a Noriega surrogate. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. what's going on here. But uh, you're but you it, there's so I was actually watching it this time. Like, there's wow, so they're really giving all this information in this news report. But I'm just trying to find out if this dude's beanbag is on camera. <laughs> well, that's the general's is thing. Cutter, what? I mean, oh yeah, general, what? Whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> The CNN just starts talking about, and those balls are just beautiful. <laughs> Look at them, the spherical shape there. Beautiful. Uh, but yeah, so he he then gets to the airport. He gets he dries his balls off. Uh, a, a real fucking rogues gallery of character actors. Oh, my God, dude. It's yeah. insane. I mean, you got Mark Boone Jr. Mm-hmm. in this movie. You yes. got fucking John Leguizamo in this movie. For like two, two shots, and I he's think. dubbed. The yeah. character's yeah. got I a did line, not, he's dubbed. I did not spot him at all. I can't believe they dubbed him. Mark I, Boone spot, Jr. I, I didn't spot Mark Boone. Mark Boone is one of the guys With in Robert the, Patrick. Yes, in, in the, the Robert Patrick ambush scene, but you don't know it's Mark Boone Jr. because he's got, I will say, an unsettling looking sensible haircut well that's <laughs> okay that's the young mark boone jr he it looks was, nothing that's like, like trying to get work martin mark boone jr yeah, 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 yeah. No, thank you yeah the, like he looks like it's mark boone jr like he was still doing like average joe job interviews and not like a working actor oh that's yeah, too yeah. bad he didn't fucking get like the sons of anarchy look that brought him all the way to Sons of Anarchy. Uh, <laughs> and the great Vondi Curtis Hall, who's fantastic. Yes, dude. Oh, and yeah. By the way, if you want some class A Vondi in your life, man, mm-hmm. that new Justified City Primeval. Oh, is it really? Pretty Va- fun. Vondi's one of the, the fellas in it who's getting up to some trouble. He's fucking awesome on that I season I gotta finish that. I stopped because I got annoyed by the daughter. She's the dirter, which she's she only dirter. in it for like three episodes. Dirter. Oh, dirter. good. I got to get through those three episodes then because ah, he had to have his daughter act in a project. So. Oh, I see. It, ain't, it ain't great. <laughs> it's a nice thing, but it ain't great. And I think they mm-hmm. knew it wasn't great because like seriously around the third episode, he's so like, he snaps her neck. He's like, I can't I can't do my job if I have to constantly worry about you being in trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she just gets sent back to Florida. And nice. then. A justified season happens. Thank God. And it's awesome. All right, I'm gonna go back. Highly yeah. recommend it. Anyway. Yeah, so like but the weird thing, I mean again, like the confusion, the muddle of this movie, like again, you know, McLean is like curious if I it's been a while for an OG diehard, probably since we did that commentary. Uh but like McLean, you know, he gets thrust into the action immediately. Here he's like sniffing around like the fact that he follows these two dudes into baggage claim, like I don't know, dude. Maybe these two dudes are going to blow each other. Is dude, that okay? You are, is that okay with you, Mr. McLean? Stop officer. Look, stop looking for fucking trouble. Exactly. Dude. It's just, there's just two. There's just two dudes. They're having drinks. Like 
One goes one way, they picks up a package. Another one goes another way, picks up a package. I get it. It's it's Christmas week, motherfucker. Yeah. They also very noticeably see two cops approaching and do the old put that shit down, put that shit down, <laughs> and stop talking to each other. Well, I do that now, and I don't exactly. have But it is that dumb thing of like, He's also now like this ace detective yeah. where before yeah. it's like a jam it in and get it done detective. Yes. This like you see him doing cop work. And I, I, I don't buy McLean as that kind Sherlock. of cop. He's not Sherlock. He, and that's what he's doing yeah. in this like airport bar scene. <laughs> Just is like human cigarettes, drinking scotch or whatever. That's that's what I want to watch him doing. Oh, I want to yeah. watch him getting drunk and smoking a pack and right there. This is, remember, <laughs> he's not even going anywhere. You could just yes. walk into an airport back then and do that. Absolutely, With a dude. fucking gun. Oh. Absolutely, with the intention of driving your wife somewhere <laughs> after. Oh, no. Oh, no, sir. He knows that he no longer has to deal with Oh, that. you're right. See, he doesn't have a car no more. He's going to taxi to the oh, fuck motel. Fuck, oh, I thought you were saying that he was going to make the wife drive the car. The initial no. the initial plan before the towing yes. was even, I'm going to get there, <laughs> then I'm going to get wasted. And then when Holly, after her L.A. to D.C. flight, has to drive to the parents' And you know house. what, dude? It's stolen valor for an airport mm -hmm. picker-upper to be drinking. You, yeah. as the airport passenger, yep. need to get loaded yes. immediately. Yep. The second you get in there mm -hmm. on the plane, you know, I remember one time Andrew, Eric, and I were waiting. We're, our plane got delayed in Milwaukee, and we yes. were at Applebee's, Oof. and we had, like, maybe six margaritas. Oh, and yes. then it was like, oh, shit, we have to do a lot of stuff because the, the flight is being uh, canceled. rerouted. Canceled and then canceled. rerouted. Not rerouted. Yeah. We had to, like, they were like, we can get you on a flight to maybe Philadelphia. So, folks in Milwaukee, that show cost us dearly. We had to fly <laughs> to Pennsylvania and then get the Amtrak home if and I'm, then the Metro but, North. But we were absolutely blasted when we made those plans. A oh, yeah. couple of details. Uh, definitely was an airport Applebee's situation. Yes. Oh, yeah. We watched the entirety of the World Cup final game that <laughs> was happening that year. That's right. And then it was like, oh, now you have to make all these other accommodations, such as like buying train tickets and shit, because you're flying to a completely different city. We were trying to get to O'Hare or whatever. There's no flights. It's Awful. Th that fucking Midwest bullshit, right? <laughs> they, and then, you know, this kind of ties into Christmas. No flights out. Oh, no. It's all booked for the next, <laughs> it's all booked for the next few months. It's always booked out because everyone's trying to get the fuck away from there. <laughs> <laughs> but we loved it. I actually really like Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee. That's a good show. It just fucking it. sucked ass getting home. Uh, but so he's just absolutely getting loaded. He's like, oh, those guys look like, look like, I don't know, something about those guys. What's great, too, is those guys, one of which is Vondi Curtis Hall, and then this other dude who looked like a scumbag I went to high school's uh, with his father. Sure. Oh, nice. So I've always kind of in my head, I'm like, oh, that looks like so-and-so's uh, father, which is kind of funny. Mm. But they, when they leave the table... There is a wealth of empty beer bottles yes. and glasses Hell and scotch yeah. tumblers. And I'm like, yeah. you guys are about to commit a terrorist attack. <laughs> like, you really need to gotta, stay no, sharp. No, you got to loosen up to yeah. do some terrorist yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's not, with the exception of what happened with John McClane, they didn't think they'd have to do much. Yeah, like, yeah, they, exactly. they thought they'd be in and out. Can we all agree that sure. the saddest <laughs> death in this movie is this old-timer church caretaker? It's amazing. I love that guy. Oh, oh my boy. god! I think I think part of me is dying with this church closing. Yeah, you're right. And being oh, shot up amazing. by these guys. But it's amazing because the establishing shot is like these two guys are in like a, I don't even know a fuel uh, an electric you know electric company truck or whatever they're posing as. Yeah. And there's I mean and there is like I mean it's probably the most 
best shot of Rennie Harlan's entire career. This bucolic shot. Again, it's golden hour. The church. Jen comes in. She wasn't. She, she didn't watch the movie with me. She just kind of walked through that. She's like, what are you watching? This shot is beautiful. I'm like, it's Die Hard 2. <laughs> that church has nothing to do but with anything. Rennie from- Harlan's Die Hard 2. <laughs> and Madam. that moment would have sung more if there was something going on with the score a little heavier. Like, you yeah. know, the third movie would have been hitting it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'll say, just because I was writing down some stuff for the end of the movie here, this was shot by Oliver Wood. Mm-hmm. We're talking about yeah. the cinematography, who just died this year. But that guy, R.I.P. look at this shit. Face Off, yeah. Ford nice. Fairlane, oh, baby. Bogus Journey, uh-huh. soon to be episode at some point, maybe in 2024, Celtic Pride. Oh, Love yeah. it. The first three Bourne movies, and yeah. then way, way back, one of his first gigs, he fucking shot The Honeymoon Killers. Oh, beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I love this man. Nice little career. So there's a reason this kind of <laughs> looks okay. It looks really good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this guy gets absolutely not. It's like, yeah, oh, little piece of me's dying. Yeah, you got that right. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Wouldn't you I love, love to it? Do Wouldn't that you to boys like some watery soup? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. And then I love this dude. I've always loved this line. The guy gets on the radio and he goes, this is Buckwheat. Oh, yeah. The clubhouse is open. Because oh, yeah. you remember, we're all little rascals. <laughs> and we're just being little pranksters and shooting people in the head. But there's no alfalfa. There's no, no. stymie. There's no the rest of them. It's just this one guy's got the fucking little rascals. I, I guess name. you don't hear, like, I bet you Cochran is probably alfalfa. And since he gets shot in the head by John Ooh. McClane. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, or oh, no, I'm sorry, he gets smashed. Yes. In the, ba- in the baggage thing. <laughs> yeah. He oh, just yeah. executes this guy by shoving his head in a hole. Under, like, this roller that is supposed it, to, like, roll down. And, like, first of all. This is probably one of the more gruesome deaths of the movie. Oh, but it's you good. don't even see it. Like, that's, eh. that's true. But I really do. Here's it. the thing, dude. I will always take legs jiggling. <laughs> sure. yes. oh, and you'd yes. not really get that going on. Yes. Like, just kicking. I'm yeah, okay. Whether McLean uh, tries to be reasonable, he tries to go to the cops and be like, hey, I th- I'm seeing something, saying something. But it's Robert Gostanzi. What's your problem? And he's like, oh, fuck me, I guess. And then he just kind of goes away. And he, the move is just to wait for your wife, dude. Like, oh, I tried to see those cops. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a drug deal going on in the bathroom. None of my fucking also, business. Yep. You're not going to have those headaches and alimony in the next movie if you let this play down. <laughs> you're totally right. <laughs> oh, wait, she'd crash into the runway. Beautiful. Well, I don't know. I think there's a world in this movie where I think the British plane, like nothing bad happens. I think literally this Noriega guy gets away and then yeah. some drug money moves from one ledger That's to another. A great point. Because of British his meddling. Plane, yes. All those. British passengers are killed. Coleman, like, like 200. I mean, it's a tragedy what happens in this movie. It's brutal. I mean, that's. They're all British. Tra- <laughs> right. And it's Washington, yeah. D.C. This is some fucking payback for 1812. <laughs> yep. Finally got him. Finally did it. Finally got that. It is. I mean, I remember watching this as a kid, and I should say we didn't do our histories here with these movies, but we had the first three on VHS mm. and we watched them repeatedly. I've seen the first three Die Hard movies at least 20 times a piece, you know, including this one. But that part, I remember watching it as a kid. And like, the, you know, I mean, we'll talk about it more when we get to it. But like, it's brutal. It is. It's, it's a good moment. It's fucking crazy because like they show, they show you the inside yeah. of the plane. Yeah, so, you yeah, know what I mean? And it's yeah. not just like, uh-oh, 749's coming in a little too. No, no, no. It's just like you, you, you see, you meet you see, people. Yeah, yeah. meet oh. people. Multiple people. Yeah, but, meet people. That's what they become <laughs> is just meat. Sure. Mm, that's yeah, good eating. He, he yeah. goes in. He's like, yeah, yeah, what's, uh, let me see some ID. And then they start like, yeah, we have an ID. And 
Like, we you know, work here. That'd be enough for me to be like, oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Oh, pardon me. You're in baggage claim. You don't know what the fuck these guys are up to. It's out of your goddamn business, officer. Leave me alone. I love right here. He starts flaunting his shit because, like, Vondi and the dude who looks like the guy I went to high school's with father uh, go into the, the, the door there, and it's locked, and he gets this guy. He's like, hey, man, come over here. You got a key for this door? And he's like, yeah, why? And he fucking whips out this LAPD badge. He's like, because I want you to open it. That's why. Wow. Are you, I was like, oh, Jesus. Are you that guy from the naked Tommy Tower? <laughs> Close okay. enough. Open okay. the door. But then he goes, uh, oh, are there uh, cops around here? And he's like, uh, yeah, like the airport police. And he just goes, go get him. Because he knows he's about to fucking murder somebody. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you the guy that strangled his wife on a boat? No, that was the same episode of 2020. I was the, I was the A block. That was the B block. I get that so much because what happened is if you went to the bathroom right in the middle of the show and then you came back, there was that one commercial break. No one knew what was going on. They didn't know the story changed. It went from wife murderer to wife hero. And everybody thinks I'm the wife murderer. Because I tanked the interview and the other guy did really well. <laughs> Although I understand it, he's from Virginia. <laughs> the guy on death row did great. I clammed up like a loser. Uh, but yeah, cool action scene here. Our first one. It takes takes a while for our first action scene. Yeah, uh, it yep. does. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, we've, we've had some glistening butt cheeks, but that's about it. <laughs> but this is great. You yeah. know, he kind of like shows himself like, hey, what's going on here, guys? They start fucking shooting at him immediately. <laughs> I like all this stuff. Uh, yeah, this dude getting his head crushed is mm, magnificent. It's, pretty damn good. it's a choice death. Uh, Vondi gets away here, yes. um, you know, without like getting a, a good look at McLean or Not whatever. Enough uh, bicycle shenanigans. We get that bicycle for half a second, which yes. is pretty great. And it's not even like. Like, he's not even riding it. He's doing, like, one foot is on the pedal, and he's using the bicycle like a scooter. He thinks yeah. it's a skateboard, I think. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm going to sketch. I want to know, because we're talking about, like, it's Christmas week, and Dennis Franz is going on and on about yeah. how all these people in the airport or whatever. How do you have... Like, this, the back room, the inner workings of the baggage handling... Mm. Sure. There's not a single technician in this huge nah. like warehouse size office. Like yeah. Bruce Willis is running around. They're shooting guns at each other. There's not a single Aren't other there, worker there's here. There's always guys tossing bags under yeah. the conveyor belts to go upstairs to your little baggage claim, right? <laughs> I think that's where he goes with the bicycle is that part of it. Right. Some poor bastard is just waiting on the fucking, on the carousel. Like, I guess, oh. My bag has a bullet in it. Oh, cool. That is a fucking joke they left on the table. People waiting at baggage claim in the head of this dude. (laughs) That would be comes up on the conveyor belt. I love that. It's just the head floating around and just like Swiss cheese suitcases. And I guarantee you that one of those overzealous assholes who has to touch every fucking bag, even though he knows it's not his. Oh, I think that's mine. Oh, I think it's mine. (laughs) Every fucking baggage carousel has a. It's a black bag. Oh no! Uh, Let me lift it. Let me lift it. Jiggle it. Oh, it's not mine. I'm sorry. Uh, that looked like my lock. Oh, I'm sorry about that. You ever catch a oh, human head? Oh, wait. No, no, it's not mine. <laughs> you ever catch one of them fuckers in the act, though, with your shit? No. Ooh, I oh, I did really? once. Oh, what'd you do? It was magnificent, dude. This guy starts a jostling and a whatnot. Oh, yeah, he's jostling your belongings. Given, given my bag a reel once over, and mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, asshole, it's just the tag. The name is on it. You don't have to touch anything. But he's like looking at and I walk over and I go, thanks a lot. And just t- I literally 
took my suitcase yes. out of his hands and walked away. Get your oh hands to your God. You know what your bag looks like. Yep. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. One one lady once was like, she just came up to talk to me. Baggage claim, big mistake. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like very diff- like, what the? F-? Uh, she wanted what? me to help her take her bag off. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm and sorry. You should have like, packed lighter, lady. Oh, of course. You know, as long as you don't make me watch it for you. And she's like, what? I'm like, these are the joke. It's like a joke. Like, oh, oh sorry, like sorry, ma'am. The- I'm making a uh, 9-11 joke. <laughs> no, well, is that a 9-11? You <laughs> no, know, no, but it's just watch your it's an airport joke. Yes, yeah. it's an airport joke. It's an airport a- joke that we only <sighs> cared about that situation after 9-11. So what did she makes it a 9-11 joke. What did she do? She didn't like it. She didn't like <laughs> it. But I got her back. Okay, that's yeah. good. Would you then she kick you in the shins or something? <laughs> no, I walked away. <laughs> Good for you. You Chosen. sound like you uh, wish you were kicked in the yeah. shit. I kind of, yeah, I don't know. Just go full hog or don't. You know? No, it's better for you to be the bigger man in that situation, Eric. So, I yeah, think it's uh, right. Um, there's almost an interesting thing where, like, uh, McLean loses his badge, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this guy can't do that shit anymore. But he, he immediately finds it. And it's such the- a bullshit thing because they're like, where is your badge? And he, lo- he, you know, feels his waistline. He's like, uh, on its way to Cleveland? Yes. Like, makes a terrible airport joke. And, like, in the next scene, they're like, Sorry about the mix-up. Here's your badge yes, and, exactly. and gun back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this, this is, is where we meet fucking uh, Officer Lorenzo, Dennis Franz. Oh, he's so fucking good. I mean, he, oh, he is great. He's fun. I love him. Like, he's just loud and wrong the entire... I don't yep. I don't want to hear it, McLean. There's no such thing as a terrorist. Yeah, I would shut down the airport for some punk stealing luggage. <laughs> don't lecture me, hat shat. I don't want to be hearing from some guy who passed the physical part of the cop exam <laughs> while others of uh, people in the room possibly did not. Yeah, whatever you say, Mr. Universe can do a pull-up oh, or two, whatever. And then McLean has, like, one of the most confusing jokes ever written it's just like <laughs> what sets off the metal detector first lorenzo the lead in your ass or the shit in your brains but he has to because it's such a bad confusing joke on his way out he has to go fat fuck he does <laughs> yes. he does get one fat fuck out there because like he says oh. like some bullshit line like your brains are your the train that you brain yeah. makes it's like you know how your uh the metal detector it goes off for metal like the lead in your ass <laughs> it also detects shit or like maybe your it's brains. your bull wait <laughs> and brains as we always know are made of metal and <laughs> fat fuck you know it's just like this little uh, uh, like it's fuck. like he pauses like oh crap I, maybe that joke didn't make sense <laughs> quick call him fat yeah you yeah. fat fuck yeah i got him you're still you're still number one john and i read they let him ad lib a lot and i they was like sure is this original bruce willis yeah. or is this in the screenplay i know that the comedy was bigger in the movie than the screenplay of the first one so they tried to amp sure. up the comedy hey bruce if steven e souza wants to call me a fat fuck wants to call carmine lorenzo a fat fuck <laughs> on the page you could do what you want you just can't be adding fat fucks wherever you want man that hurts my feelings <laughs> yeah all right let's go back through the past couple of takes with your ad libs here fat Fuck, fat ass, fat loser, fat butt, fat brain, fat cheeks, butt cheek. Let me ask you something here, buddy. I work with Jimmy Schmitz all the time. You don't think I know I'm a fat fuck? Excuse me. I mean, I'm sorry. That Adonis has made fun of my weight more times than you can count, Bruce, all right? Uh, NYPD Blue is a little after this. Yeah, a little bit say. after, but it's a... It- 
because he has to talk. He has to learn how to talk like a New York guy to be on that show. Because right now, oh, dude. you ain't buying it. He's part of the NYPD I, Blue, all right? I, I'll be honest. I didn't believe it when NYPD Blue was on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I was like, you're trying. Again, the and line with the leash. Be Officer Sausage Sipper <laughs> You know, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, interesting correlation between this movie and NYPD Blue, mm. right? Because... One of the things everybody always talks about with this movie is what we talked about already. Of course, Sadler's glistening butt cheeks. Oh, yeah. I think the t- there was two times NYPD yes, Blue yeah. made, made huge headlines. One, uh, when Jimmy Smith, they killed his character off yes. later on in the program. That was a big deal. Goodbye. But also, Dennis Franz showing his naked yes. ass on network oh, television. Yeah, I got to get, get, get a Miller High Life after I, I'm done fucking. Look at my ass. Oh, hey, Bill Sadler. Yeah, it's me, Den Franz. Yeah, remember uh, in Die Hard <laughs> or whatever that movie was called there? You showed your glistening butt cheeks? Well, tune in to ABC 9 p.m. this Tuesday. You're going to get another glistening moon, bitch. All the, all the kids out there, they see too many good asses out there. It's time they saw a dumpy ass. Yeah, dude, ass that's representation. Welcome to your 40s. Here's your dumpy ass. Yep. Oh, look, at, yeah. look at my real fucking moon crater ass on national television. Yeah, that don't glisten, do it. No, it don't. That's, uh, it's a dead space back that there. That thing ain't glisten since the bicentennial, let me tell you. There, uh, apparently, Sadler, when he found out he had to do this nude scene, he didn't sign on for it. He's like, can you please move it to the end of the shoot so I can like get in incredible shape? Right? Oh, and yeah, I don't yeah. think that, that. Yeah, you could do it on Monday. Uh, which, uh, yeah, totally. uh, no, you could do it on Monday. I'm, well, I'm free Monday. I'm free Tuesday. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Uh, Wednesday, I'm swamped with diarrhea. So let's uh, let's do Thursday or later. Actually, wait. Uh, prepare for what? <laughs> I got the script. It's good. I got the, li- the lines. I got them down. Yeah, I, I memorize my lines and then I show my ass. Whatever. <laughs> We got to prepare for. Do you need me to shake it a little bit? Because <laughs> oh, yes. I'm sure you might want to have the ladies in the crowd leave. He's got a really great, uh, like, just fighting with McLean or whatever. He's like, I know all about your Nakatomi thing. <laughs> I really love the way he says L.A. He's like, in L.A. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh fuck. It's great. He's He was he was an underrated dude. I mean, I think he's just retired. He just doesn't act anymore. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Does, I, have I told, I, I I saw Dennis Franz in real life. He went to. Glistening the, ass or what? No. Oh. I wish. Uh, <laughs> he was at a sc- award screener for her. Oh, wow. Did anybody get it? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, he might have asked that Uh while he was leaving halfway through. He's dating his computer. Haven't even heard of anything ashen out of his Fucking loser! <laughs> uh, a man after my own heart. I've never had respected really? Dennis Franz more. Uh, not oh, a, not I, a fan I like, of her. I liked her. I, I like her quite a bit. Even Andy Sipowitz didn't have to get laid this way, you fucking wiener. I don't know. Just go after Rooney Mara. She's all over you, buddy. What are you doing? How stupid can you... You know what? I'm walking out. Oh, wait. Oh, she... She's a memory? <laughs> oh, she's an ex. I, you know, I didn't get it. I'll be on. I'll be frank with you. I didn't get it. Fuck that movie. Oh, man. So uh, one of the dude, the, the, the dude that he <laughs> crushes his fucking head in yes. the conveyor belt thing, the, the mortician guys, yeah. the, the body bag fellas are sure. taking the body away. And this is like he's doing some clever detective yeah. in here. Like he runs out and he's like, oh, Oh, geez, mortician guys, they changed the policy. And I got to, uh, yeah, I'm just going to use uh, just a quick piece of uh, loose leaf paper that I found to just do the uh-huh. fingerprinting really quickly here. Could you what- let us? 
do that, please? Before yep, no, no, open- new policy. Got to do it here at the airport. Uh, all right, okay. Science has found out that the longer a dead body sits, the fingerprints are affected, so oh, we got to get them. That makes sense. So you're the one that knows about science, not, uh, okay, you know <laughs> and, what? Um, uh, if you were to ask Die Hard 2, like, hey, what if you waited 30 seconds to not repeat something from the first movie? What would happen? It would be very painful because <laughs> immediately it's been 79 seconds. And now we have to bring in Reginald Val Johnson I'm sorry. for no <laughs> I hate fucking it. reason. I hate and I it. love the guy. Here's I love the him. The guy. I love him, you know, but I hate it here because it's so lazy. But you know why I can't hate it, though, dude? Because this is the last we ever see of Al Powell. But yeah. he needs and I have to, to I have to take them scraps, dude. <laughs> I would love for him to come back in. Like, you said, yes. like Intel again somehow. And there's a thread there instead of like, remember all your friends from Die Hard, the motion picture? <laughs> it, it does become a all your friends are back with yes. this. And like, you know, whatever. I, I will say it's very nice since he fucking got over his uh, gun shyness and killed yeah. that terrorist at the end of the first movie. And that Sergeant Powell is now Lieutenant Powell. Oh. There's a little bit of a promotion oh, there. Not yeah. too bad. He is eating his Twinkies. He yeah. absolutely is, which is great. I just, I fucking... Reginald Bell Johnson is just one of those dudes. I love him. If it, uh, you know, I've loved him in, from Die Hard and Urkel, of course. Like, I just wish he was weaved in more than just I do a too. Cameo. I've always, I've been wishing that mm. since 1990. If the trivia is to be believed, um, that's because he was do, too busy doing Family Matters. Like, Family Matters Ooh. kept him from having a larger role in this movie, which I think would be. That that I agree with. Like if, if if it was like two scenes or three scenes or yeah. something, miss an episode yeah. of Family Matters. Yeah, <laughs> Officer uh, 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 Winslow has to go on vacation or he's going to a a, a fucking Taser conference <laughs> somewhere <laughs> that week, so he, he well, can't yes. interfere with Urkel's shenanigans. Speaking of tasers, that old lady on the plane sitting next to oh, Holly sure. is showing off this giant yes. Taser. I've got them all, hon. There's box cutters in this purse. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. You know, I tortured my dog a little bit with this. Dude, that was insane. (laughs) I was like, throw that lady out the plane. How about that? And later she's got some line like, oh, I should have taken a bus like that porker Willard Scott. (laughs) Dude, so, well, here's the thing. She... No, she's railing against weather forecasts. Sure. We shouldn't listen to the weathermen like that porker Willard Scott. And I was like, lady... Willard Scott is just the dude wishing people a hundred (laughs) years birthday. Like... If you took that guy as your serious weather, like he'd be like, oh, and this woman's 100 and that woman's 100 and that man's 100. Also, I don't know. It's going to fucking rain in Chicago. Anyway, back to you. I just want to kill this old woman. She sucks. That's all very interesting, young man. And I I take your point. But tell me this. Is he not still a porker? <laughs> well, I mean, you got me there. So, so maybe you shut your mouth. Willard Just Scott was a, a porktastic individual. The word porker. Yeah. Call me a fat ass. My yeah, God. Exactly. Give me or, some or a dignity. fat fuck. I'd rather yes. be a fat fuck. Well, I'd much rather be a fat fuck. Oh, I am a fat fuck. I'd much rather be called a fat fuck. Than a porker. porker. Well, because she knows that's where it hits. She knows, like, uh, yeah, right. yeah. And getting you as close to pig as possible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, I know all the tender points to slice, my dear. <laughs> oh, I have so many fat grandchildren. <laughs> And I fry those babies up like bologna. I make sure that they feel terrible all the time. Well, then she's a real grandmother then. That's true. 
You look like that because your mother gives you too much candy. Oh, you think poker is bad. You should hear some of the things I say to little Ronnie. Oh, Emily was crying yesterday. (laughs) And it's all because I told her I wish she'd die and her parents started from scratch. Whatever. I just told her that good people don't eat candy. (laughs) We need to stop the elderly. We do. You know? So Al Powell's whole thing is like, oh, these prints came back. Uh, This dude died in 1988 or whatever it is. And also a long list of military affiliations, paramilitary, this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. Real long list of, you know, know, all this to say, these dudes are not just some punks stealing luggage like Dennis Franz thought they were. Maybe my least favorite line, and I I, I don't count the new two, the two new uh, Die Hard movies, which mm. are not real Die Hard movies. They no, don't have lines. Are, those either. are fake movies. Those are fake movies. Uh, <laughs> in in the entire Die Hard opus is when Reginald Vell Johnson's like, "Huh, you got a feeling good, buddy. When you get a feeling, people need to change their insurance policy." Mm. And I'm like, Ugh. That sucks. No. <laughs> yeah, not everyone needs to be funny in yeah, the uh, uh-huh. whip smart action film. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if someone can't do a one liner, yep. it's totally fine. And not to knock Reginald Vell Johnson's <laughs> comedic chops, like he definitely has them. It's just a bad line, but like you can tell like a written to be funny line, if that makes yeah, sense. Like, oh, this no, one's totally. really gonna slay him. Yeah. And it's like that's that's a bad joke. It just joke. sounds awkward coming out. It just like you're hit. You it, it's too wordy in a way. Yeah, like yeah. the lead in your ass and the shit in your brain line. Like it just it <laughs> oh really takes too long I, to say. Fucking fine, Rennie. I'll I'll close. We're gonna take out the part of the script where the limo driver comes back and pilots the airplane. But you are gonna have Reginald Val fucking Johnson. On set, you son of a bitch. Well, it worked out because the limo driver came back for that fucking Duracell battery commercial. Oh, oh that's awesome. God. Yeah, finally. We should yeah. get the ghost of uh, Hans Gruber to hold a fucking uh, proton pack with him. <laughs> yeah, him and him and Hart Bachner are doing yes. it. Was he dead? No, no, I mean, oh, okay, uh, okay. Well, oh yeah, of course. Actually. Uh, thank God Hart Bachner is still with us. <laughs> Director of PCU. Absolutely. Protect him at all costs, please. <laughs> Important. Uh, but so like, this is also the fax machine bit with the the sexy stewardess or whatever. Oh hell yeah! Uh, and yada yada yada. McLean fucks off. This is when he just what he winds up in the control tower for reasons. He basically just like gets there or whatever. This is where we're introduced to Fred Dalton Thompson, former president presidential candidate. Yep. Uh, Fred Dalton Thompson, former fucking Law and Order star. Fred Dalton hell Thompson, yes. American it, hero. The funniest maybe, thing about but, him? No, he's not. I mean, almost all Law and Order from that period, but it's hilarious to watch the Fred Dalton Thompson ones because he's like, "Well, I'll just execute him." Uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, New York State has the death penalty for another. It was like a three-year window when when New York State had the death penalty again, <laughs> and they executed zero people. So he but was from like, way down south, New York. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> that's the whole thing is that he's like super southern and like uh, he's a good friction with uh, McCoy because yeah. McCoy is yes. very. Eastern liberal type thing. You know, uh, Adam wouldn't have killed all these people like we're <laughs> trying to do. Yep, yep. Uh, well, double homicide. That's like execution for me. 
Yeah. Oh, bank robbery. Better uh, execute them all the same there. Never watched Law & Order. I was more a fan of crime and chaos. Uh, <laughs> nice. I don't like to root for the police on these shows. Sure. And it, those shows are like... Uh, oh, I mean, especially after 9-11. Uh, Ooh, so uh, Fred Dalton Thompson, which is what we're talking about, yes. is this big big cock of the walk inside the oh, uh, yeah, thing. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Dulles Tower here. Yes. And then this is we meet Art Evans as Barnes also, who's basically like the second in command. Although it is that thing of like, He's definitely way more knowledgeable about stuff than Fred Thompson's character yes, is. Yes, Mr. Technology. Yeah. And right. like, uh, you know, um, I think friends are like, get out of here, McLean. There ain't no terrorist. Oh, yeah. They, here it comes. The CIA is going to take care. And then immediately here comes William Sadler, like gentlemen. The uh, uh, the it's kind of a cool visual. The 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 light strip for uh, a landing strip goes dark which yeah, is like which is pretty cool yeah. this is like the hostile takeover yeah. begins we should quickly mention william sadner's line to the news reporter when she oh, could, yes. says could we have a few words oh yeah here's two fuck and you it's so good god damn it's and him being recognized at the airport i mean that's how eventually mclean finds sam out who coleman he is. gets the fuck you she tells him about it and he's like oh yeah he's a piece of shit Okay, yes. yeah, maybe he's the guy who did it. <laughs> oh, oh, it is him? How oh, weird. he followed me on my disastrous Nightline appearance. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is all the lights are shutting down. Every goddamn system is dead. Like, I yeah. love this dude's raspy voice. It's so great. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God. Then they get a phone call from, you know, we are the people that are doing this. By the way, there's, you know, that there's a plane coming in and what you need to make sure that it is well fueled and no, no one touches it. And then, and then we'll leave, we'll, we'll put the, we'll put everything back as we, as we saw it. And then like, but until then no planes can land. So, which is dangerous for these planes. I get right. it. Yeah. But it is, it's a very straightforward thing. Like this one plane is going to land. You're going to let it do it. Meanwhile, we want a brand new That's gassed right. up 747 ready to rock and roll, mm-hmm. and you're not going to touch us. Uh, it, you know what? I, my problem, b- brain fart here. Could you give us the whole crew to, like, you know, put check the tires and all? We don't have that. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we kind of need those people. I, I, I never, I didn't think about. Yeah. Could this. you I'm load sorry. it up with those little liquor bottles? <laughs> <laughs> How many nuts and cheeses can we get up there? We, we're gonna want the guy with the uh, the cones. We're gonna need him. We're gonna, <laughs> oh, he's got to get out there. <laughs> we're gonna need a lot of people because it's not. To your point, Chris, yeah, it's not a fucking van with keys in it. No, that's it a fucking 747. Well, because it takes 30 people to <laughs> fucking take that off. Because at the end, when you do see the fucking thing, when they're opening it, there are the guys yes, doing it. Yes, There's some yes. guy rolling a tire. What's crazy, though, is like when they're like, and whatever, jumping around does not matter. <laughs> like you get to the end of the movie and they're trying to make the escape. And uh, 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 Django there is flying the plane as uh, General Esperanza there. And fucking William Sadler says to Frank O'Nero, he's like, all right, General, do whatever you got to do because you're the only one that can pilot this thing. And I was like, but William Sadler, why would you not have at least a couple of other dudes on this crew that are capable of piloting a plane? Why can't you pilot the plane? Why is it just Frank O'Nero? two teams of bad guys that get married to each other. There's like 40 (laughs) dudes on this plane. Somebody else should be able to fly the plane. Thanks a lot, smart guy. You don't think I had pilots? Who do you think Robert Patrick and fucking Mark Boot Jr. were? Oh, that's that's a good point. point. That's that's why they were hanging out at the unfinished part of the airport. I would have liked Frank O'Neill to do more. Yeah. He kind of does nothing in this movie. Well, we meet meet him. He's uh, he's on the plane. 
Was I nuts? There's no um, no subtitles, which I think is not. really really great and stunning for 1990. Yeah, and but it's one of those like. Even if you don't speak Spanish, you can totally figure yes. out what's going on. Like he's yes. asking for a cigarette. Yes. The guy's he, like, "No, I, you know, I don't have authorization to do that." Blah blah. And it is like that. It's it's bad that we see so little of it because he is kind of ish, like a Hannibal Lecter kind of like. Sure, yeah. Oh, I just want a cigarette. And then like the next time you see him on the plane, he's strangling that kid. Yes, right. I want to see a little more of that. Yeah, he was, you know it was I mean? a sloppy takeover that he eventually does. Maybe you should have let them land for you, and then yeah, you know, right, yeah, exactly. He kills those two pilots, and it's yeah. like, hey man, oh now all my instruments are fucked from the bullets. Yeah, yeah oh was, fuck, I the cabin uh, depressurized because I shot the windshield. Yeah. I mean, he might be uh, getting high on his own supply there. Oh, that's a great The booger sugar might be driving him. By the way, uh, uh, Franco Nero, star of Enter the Ninja, one of my favorite bad movies of all time. Hell yeah. Um, Favorite good movies of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Enter the Ninja-mentary, available now. Patreon.com slash movies. That is, I was one of my favorite commentaries to do because it's just such a fucking ridiculous movie and Franco Nero's in like every scene. Also because we are sloppy as hell. Uh, So whatever. (laughs) Um, Franco Nero, yeah, fucks himself by fire. That's that's later. But uh, they've taken over the airport. Uh, The uh, the raspy dude's got an idea. Art, whatever his name is, has an idea. If we go to this other tower. Right. The Skywalk Annex, this new fucking tower array that they're putting up for these new runways and this is where again this is a thing and as we talk it through now i'm realizing it is a genuine problem with this script everybody's getting one-liners because here's this part with this guy art whatever is like uh barnes Uh, art is the actor's name barnes is the character's name he's like oh yeah get a transmitter and then we can go on this frequency and they won't be able to hear us or whatever and this guy who's like air traffic control guy number five is just like Oh, yeah, well, uh, anyone want to run out to Radio Shack and yes. get an airplane transmit? And I'm like, uh, dude, will you just stop? And also, Actually, that's-, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. could, could we get somebody to do that? But this is also part of the problem of the movie for me because I don't find it very compelling. There's so many lines about, like, we need to hear this on the radio, yeah. get this frequency, this radio, this, radio, that. Oh, I wish someone had the, the code punched into this walkie-talkie so I could listen to them on the radio. It's oh, not, wait, this one does have it. To Let's your talk point, about the radio again. It's not interesting to watch people troubleshoot technology on film. It's no. <laughs> and I mean, like, that's the thing. Like the, the, the action scenes are good, but what sets them up aren't. You know yes. I mean? yes. Yeah, yes. that's that's a good way to put it. Basically, yeah. that they, they, they wind up going to this other tower for all of these complicated reasons, and McLean follows him. Like, I don't like. I don't like it. You know, I, McLean gets kicked out of the air track. Get the fuck out of here, McLean. Yeah, now you're fucking banned. All right. And then this is he meets Marvin, the I guess the janitor, solo airport janitor. Yeah, that's right. I cleaned the whole thing. Yeah, slash Phantom of the Opera. This I, guy's living in the basement. He knows. Thought, all the thought you were trying to steal my records. You need to fold this character into something else because there's just too many characters at this point. Yeah. McLean's got all these helpers. Well, you know what? Clip another one. I love him. <laughs> I agree this with This chatter is fantastic. I, I love agree. this guy. Tom this... Bauer, great character actor. He's in recent episode The Postman, of among course. several other yeah. things. Dude's he's, been around. He's Listen like, I, to... I collect ketchup packets around the airport. That's my, <laughs> I, I just live here. He's doing what all old men should do, is listening to songs solely about Towns. Yeah. <laughs> it's an old Cape Cod town he's, he's listening mm-hmm. to now. 
New York City songs. I bet you loves them. Uh, oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Some L.A. city, you know? <laughs> as long as it's about a structure. Just got to be a town or a city. <laughs> and the way that he gets to this... I must love Randy Newman. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you talking about Randy? <laughs> <laughs> they blew up on Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> Grew up in a cockatoo tower. <laughs> so we go. love it. <laughs> oh my God, a plane's gonna crash. <laughs> Only one could save him. A Pluto bug up. He's a diehard to die harder. Boop, boop. <laughs> At least you read it. I'm not your friend. They used to call it the World Trade Center. <laughs> But oh, so this whole thing, the yeah. dude's like, oh, yeah, to get to the whatever the fuck annex. Yeah. yeah, I guess you could just go through this way. And then this is him crawling through pipes in this movie. And it's got to happen. And he says it. He's like, well, wow, how am I in this again? I'm like, don't, don't, don't you fucking say how it. How could the yeah. same shit happen to the, the same, same guy uh, twice? Just oh, like, dude, yeah. Let's see if it happens three or five more times. <laughs> also, be sure, Bruce, when you're saying that line, that the trailer camera is also on you getting yes. the footage. See, this is why, I mean, there, the, you know, you see this, this title, and it sounds really official, but it really is just more of a continuity thing. The script supervisor needs to be someone's like, oh, okay, uh, actually, on page 68, that when he says, how can the same shit happen to the same guy twice? That's him referencing the first movie really directly, like, oh, me, oh, my, how can this happen twice? We can't have that happen ever again in the movie. Like, yes. uh, Holly can't say it later on. You know what I mean? He can't say it later on. Also, you get the one and done. You, you've got it. It's done. I'm the script supervisor. Therefore, <laughs> I am not allowing this to go forward. Irene, we didn't have the limo driver. <laughs> you say yes to everything. You understand that? Where is Argyle, the limo driver? <laughs> he was in... 45 drafts of this before we got to this one. You know what, then? Fuck you. 30 years from now, I'm going to make a battery commercial, and he's going to be the star of it. I will get my revenge. So they get to this fucking annex and whatever, and here, great pre-T2 Robert yeah. Patrick, oh, man, yeah. he's just like, uh, uh, what are we? I don't remember what the setup is, what are we, or whatever the line is, and he just goes, a sitting duck. Yeah, just, it's something like, hey, what do you think I look like or whatever? That's well, right, well, a sitting duck. They're on the people mover. All, the SWAT team is on the people mover. I love that and the they, entire SWAT team takes the people mover. Are <laughs> you kidding load me? Off a <laughs> exactly. Bit. And the, the, he cuts the power. Like, hey, what the hell is this? What are we? And That's right. We should say, so what's going on here is that Barnes is going to this annex and the security around him is Dennis Franz's like crack ace airport yes. SWAT team yeah. that just gets butchered. It And it's crazy because there's like nine of those guys and like three, maybe four Robert Patricks and yes. these terrorists get the drop Wait on these Wait a second, guys. dressed as painters? No, I would have never guessed. <laughs> I just love this guy getting the headshot. That's, oh, yeah, that's that's the dude who was the sitting duck. He yeah, you told, right to for, you told me to look for anyone suspicious. Painters aren't suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> this is where, yeah, Mark Boone Jr. gets killed right here. The uh, funniest thing about this is that uh, uh, John McClane finds out about this because Marvin has, like, blueprints from like sure. the entire city of dc plus Dol yeah. dallas airport you'd li you'd leave those with the janitor sure uh -huh. why he's just a collector <laughs> yes. uh he's and, a collector and, and john mcclain because he's the smartest man that ever lived that's true he looks at a, blu uh, a, a blueprint he's like 
Oh, that's uh, that's a bottleneck for- formation. That's gonna just that just invites an ambush. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm like, God, fucking really? Yeah, now you're Napoleon, dude. <laughs> like, what? you had to lay that down for me. Really, couldn't surprise me a little bit. And Art will have the cannons here, here, and here. <laughs> They'll run out of the lake here. Perfect. <laughs> I love the last guy from this team of terrorists or whatever, because it's like, of course, McLean comes in, yeah. kills all these dudes. We mentioned the the dummy under the yeah. scaffolding, which is really funny. It's the last guy i've always loved this guy's delivery he's like i'm gonna kick your fucking ass yeah yeah it's a little steven seagal-esque it's kind of cool because the people the gun is on the people mover and it's like which is gonna get the gun first yeah Yeah, and then yeah and And mclean grabs like a pipe and like presses it on and he's running after the gun gets to mclean first he shoots this guy dead which is which is hilarious because the guy is literally holding a firearm yeah right what a moron (laughs) He forgot. Maybe he forgot. Like when I walk around the house, being like, "Where is my phone?" Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, it's in my hand, isn't it? It, it yep. clicks empty because that's why he's oh, gonna right. go kick his ass. Oh yeah, oh, you're right. You're right. You're, you're totally right. Good job, script supervisor. That's ooh, ooh, Chris ooh, got Chris got promoted. Ma, I'm a script supervisor for a movie that was come out came out in 1990. <laughs> right. I know you can be very proud right. now. No, f- folks at home, add him on IMDb. Chris Cavan, <laughs> yes. script supervisor, Die Hard to Die Harder. Uh, so right, right as Barnes is now all safe, they're about to go out there. Uh oh, the antenna ray blows up. Yeah. Oh, it's just a way to kill some time. Just a distraction. Oh, and fish we, are stupid. We go back to the the <laughs> the, the 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 big tower there, and this is when you know this is when fucking you know he's like, hey man, I was just trying to do a normal terrorist thing where I was gonna steal my my general buddy and it was going to be just fine right now you just forced my hand guess what british flight united 91 is going down <laughs> this is a great way to kill people too because you lower the altitude it's like wild below sea level or whatever it is 200 so they, feet so yeah so they think they're 200 feet higher than they are so they're just going to go right into the fucking cement it's so fucking dastardly dude it's it, it this but, sequence haunts me to this day. It fucking it's haunts fucking me. Great. McLean does his best. He's like got a fucking torch out there to try and oh he's really trying, God. man. I gotta give it to John McLean <laughs> in this scene. Like he's making two little torches out of shit, trying to help these guys and out. It doesn't doesn't work. And no. Paul Meany and all the little Grammys blow it's, up. My God, but then he's fine. It's like yeah, really close it to is, him. Yeah. And he's I, fine. The sadism of the scene for Rennie Harlan, I really appreciate. Oh, because yeah, like, you know great. what I mean? I wa- I, it, it's almost 20 minutes of like, oh, what are you going to do when you get to Washington, D.C.? Well, I always wanted to see the White House. The, the old lady's one uh-huh. thing, but the, the flight attendant putting the little boy back in the seat. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, my great-grandfather burned the White House, <laughs> and I would like to take... A peak. And here's, here's, here's little Billy's flame retardant <laughs> doll that we have right here. He's going to hold it very close to him. What's crazy, they do another we're going to ape the first movie, but where in the first movie it actually mattered and had consequences, this movie it means absolutely nothing. Is So the whole thing is like Sadler's communicating with them on this open frequency thing. Yeah. So like he oh, yeah. can hear everything that's going on in the control tower and they can hear him. Yeah. And Bruce Willis comes in and says something. And Franz fucking Lorenzo was like, oh, God damn it, McLean, you stupid fucking moron. And then Sadler has to be like, oh, McLean. This is where he mentions the nightline yeah. thing. He's like, oh, yeah, I saw you. you didn't do too well on nightline, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking like, okay, 
in the first movie when Rickman finds yes. out McLean is McLean, yeah. Holly gets in trouble. So then you assume it's going to be like, oh, McLean, like on this airport airplane manifest yeah. I just saw. Oh, that's your wife, is it? No. But that it doesn't no, happen. It, doesn't. It, it happened after a long heated argument about getting Robert Davi back in the movie. Oh, sure. And they, uh, they decided not to do it. So like, all right, then you owe me one. You? Then he- Fucking listen here. There's gonna be a helicopter in the last act. Do you fucking hear me? And maybe Robert Davi isn't gonna be on that fucking helicopter. How dare you deprive the audience of Robert Davi? This is a diehard movie. That's what they're expecting. Well, yes, were, maybe they want to see Bruce Willis, but they want to see Robert Davi. You went a little hard against Dukakis. We think it would divide people. So. Yeah, of course. Yes, yes. We've heard all your notes, Mr. Davi. Thank you for coming to this table read for Die Hard 2. Uh, but so this is when... Uh, what do you call it there? Uh, the great uh, Columbini? No, oh the, oh, the great Columbini. Yeah, uh, crispy uh, critter now. No, oh yeah, uh, he's he's doing like a fucking English accent, which is pretty funny. Yeah, and this was like you know he he's in like the pilot of TNG. Like he's not Miles yeah. O'Brien at that point, but he was on that what? show from That's the jump great. in eighty seven. Add that time to be trivia. He was in the pilot to TNG, and here he's a pilot. <laughs> Ooh, smiley face, dude. Sick <laughs> dude. trivia, bro. Press helpful. Sick. Press thumbs up for helpful. I, I didn't look, but helpful. part of me, because uh, I was scared, I would find it, and I would really lose all my any hope I had for humanity would really be gone. If oh yeah, at the beginning of the movie when uh-huh. the tow truck is leaving, the cop says. See you, Murray, uh-huh. and come back. Even though this is not his name, bye, Bill. It's like, did you know that Bill Murray is actually? <laughs> and I was like, if, if it's in there, because I can't say for Smiley sure it face, isn't. Trivia. It'd be great if the tow truck guy came back at the end to like pick up the fucking burning wreckage off the <laughs> goddamn tarmac. You, you answer me this, Randy. You answer me this. Why can't the limo driver be the tow truck driver? <laughs> why, oh. why are you so stubborn about this? Yeah, now Argyle's just towing cars in D.C., dude. And why can't McLean be taunted by the ghost of Hans Gruber? <laughs> and why couldn't uh, his new sidekick be, I don't know, well, whatever, Mr. Takagi's nephew? How about that? As for the, the haunting of uh, by the Hans Gruber, you wait a picture. We'll get to the third one, then we'll get to that. Honestly, these movies would have gotten better once they get into the fourth and fifth one, which are the fake ones. If it was a ghost scenario, yeah. I'd be more oh, sure. on board. Um, yeah. So anyway, so the, the Chopper great, Land. The Chopper Land, the great John Amos shows up. Fuck yes, John yes. Amos. Yes, Fuck yes. yes. Love this dude. And he has built like a brick shit house in this movie. You no. do not want to be fucking with John Amos. No. <laughs> no. Terrifying. Like, you know, like, oh, good times. He's the dad, but he's always big dude. He's... Yeah. And like in this movie, it's like, oh, dude, I don't want to fuck with this guy. No, 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 no. I barely wanted to fuck with him on Good Time. <laughs> this is like, you do not want to mess with this dude. He steps off the copper. He is a uh, uh, major Grant. Yes. Here uh, is the character's he name. He used to work with Sadler in yes. some capacity. The, I taught him everything he knows. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, well, maybe he learned a few things since then. Shit for brains. Because <laughs> this is, oh, yeah. Uh, isn't Colonel Stewart one of your men? And John Amos has to be like, not anymore. Uh, you're like, yeah. oh, interesting. And you like, I mean, I saw this as a kid. Uh, I haven't seen this movie in fucking forever. 
So I was like, oh, yeah, I remember he's crooked. And then, like, the movie kept going on and yes. on. So I was like, was he crooked? Oh, yeah, there it is. It's yeah. a lot of movie before he reveals himself to be crooked. And, and there's just, been a lot of movie already, by the way, in case you're wondering. It's also, I don't know, it's boring. And I, I guess maybe it meant, makes sense logically for the characters in the film. But the blanks and the bullets, the real it's, bullets, yeah, and the blue bullets, and the blanks. But the th- yeah, the thing that they don't explained through all of this though is like so these two sides so Sadler and Amos like they're like lined up and whatever but there's a thing in the middle where someone tells like Dennis Franz and Fred Thomas and everybody like oh hey things have gotten so bad like the US government is sending in a team sure but where is that connector where it's like, oh, good thing it was John Amos's crooked team that's in on the plan. Great like, question. You need like either someone's intercepting a phone call yeah. and it's it's Sadler's right. terrorists that are like, hello, U.S. government. Oh, yes, we'll definitely send a team to the airport. Yeah. You need or that. they you kill need them that. along the way. Like, oh, are you here to help the, you know, the airport police? And now Amos goes in. Uh, You know what? I don't want anybody involved with this guy beforehand. Uh, We're already in a touchy situation. Whoever the senator was that really grilled him that day, (laughs) have him pick out the guy who's going after him. I want him to the the most corrupt, like vicious motherfucker to go after William Sadler. Please. Oh, so uh, Barnes like cracks this like outer marker frequency thing where he's like, oh, it just beeps. But we could make, you know, we amp, it's more of this like techno gobbledygook stuff where it's like, oh yeah, Yeah, we rewire this and then we put the frequency to this and then Mr. Biggs Limo is going to be coming back to Chicago (laughs) on Friday. Like it just, it makes, I mean, I'm sure it makes sense to like tech people. Jordy and Data talking to each other about reversing polarities. All right, great. Exactly. And it's fine. And I I just wish we got there sooner, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, that's just a lot of radio talk. And the whole thing, it, it's like all of this techno babble to say, oh, now we can talk to all the planes yes. and the terrorists won't hear us doing it. So they're able to tell all these uh, you know, planes that are coming to the airport, like, hey, if you're not yet past the outer markers, reroute to another airport because yeah. we got some terrorist shit going on here. We can't be dealing with you landing. Oh, yeah. Don't tell anyone. And then William <laughs> Atherton's on his little, like his crew member has a frequency that's oh, picking it up. So yes. he's like listening to it. Mm. And he gets so, you can see this dude's dick get hard. Like uh, the idea of like this story coming before him, like, oh shit, I'm going to be able to go on the news with this great, Dick, whatever his name is, yeah. story, well, which is great because like diehard logic is as such. If you're a guy with a gun, just go in and interrupt a bank robbery, interrupt anything, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's that's that's what that's that's going to lead to really good consequences. Thank for you, you, Mr. Patriot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, but you're just some you're some news reporter trying to get information out that people don't want you to get out. That's going to cause a panic, and that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> And it's true. It does cause a panic in the terminal, which, by the way, we don't see enough of. No. I would like more happens. in the terminal. A little more terminal carnage. Yes. Yeah. Let also, me see Also, you know what? You're using your celebrity to get some things going on here, John McClane. Yeah. I think you need to go out. Go. You know what? We need bodies. We need people who are willing to put their lives on the line to stop these maniacs. Sure. There are so many cop worshippers out there. You just go out into this sea of people out here and just be like, I need you to help me with something. I'm John McClane. I need you to help me stop these terrorists. And you are going to get so many fucking idiots willing to hold a gun and go out there for him. 
You you get he gets his but own John Amos if, squad. If you did do more, tr- like if he's hanging someone in a Starbucks or something like that, like there's more to this than just yes. the darkened alleys of behind an air. Like the part of the airport you don't. The airport's bad enough. The part of the airport you don't see is nothing. Yes. And this movie takes place in the space between spaces. (laughs) I I don't like that. I will say I like the tower. I like the I think the tower. I, I yeah, think it's the a cool very sharp. Star Wars yeah, in yeah. there. I like that. Good job, McLean. Now there's a panic in my airport and people are biting each other's necks off at the Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is a part where like you see Dennis Franz in that sea of people after Atherton does give the report a little later on. Tr- getting trampled yes, yes. all around him. He's like, you get that goddamn piece of shit car. <laughs> Never mind the thousand people exiting uh, at once. Uh-oh, crowd crash. <laughs> I was kind of thinking of the opening of fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah, during yeah. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Ooh, crowd crash. You get a couple of people down. I mean, that's the thing is William Atherton cannot, like, It'd be so funny if you cast him as like a loving father and something <laughs> yeah. like Ooh, just yes. something funny like that just to do it. Because like, like even like, if Chris if Chris McDonald couldn't do Happy Gilmore, he would have had to play yes. that Ooh. character. Chris like, McDonald kind of took his yeah. t- took it for the nine took ba- the, the the baton in the nineties for the bet. I mean, Chris. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the best. He is. You should get Christopher McDonald in the new Ghostbusters movies. That's what you need. Uh, yes. Leave my beautiful boy alone. They need a dickless character in them movies. I don't want any more. You can't just have Paul Rudd making quips here and there. You should get a bunch of magnets in that Ghostbusters movie to fucking erase the fucking footage. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that, you know what that movie needs? A bunch of fucking magnets on the hard drive. No, that should be in the editor. That should be in the editor's contract. Like, no, I just like having magnets around me. <laughs> it's very comforting. Listen, just two words. Tax right off. Okay, that's three words. But yeah. think about it. So what I love is uh Sadler is making this insane speech to the, the man yeah. or whatever, and he's like, the dominoes will fall no more. And the ramparts, and then like you know he's just going off on something, and this dude has to like wait and be like, excuse me, Colonel, but uh General Esperanza's landed. It's like, oh, you cut off my big speech, did you? Uh yeah, this is when McLean shows up to because he's like, and it's it's the most spurious reasoning at all of all, because he just like, you know, uh Franco Nero lands this fucking damaged plane. He's like, ah, there I am, I've landed. Then McLean gets him, he's like, I'm going to use you to bargain for my wife. I'm like, no, you're not. That doesn't like. No. You have, you and that never happens. Nothing this, comes no. of this. Those two characters have nothing to do with each other. Nope. He's just there to be in an action movie and it's fine. <laughs> but uh, blah, blah, blah. He gets stuck in the in the, in the cockpit. I think uh, they use Frank an axe to like yes. uh, Jimmy the door closed. Right. Frank O'Neill gets the better of him. And then this is when they throw all the grenades inside the cockpit. Good thing they're slow active yeah. grenades. Dude, what are we doing? <laughs> well, what this, if, if movies have taught me anything. They explode immediately. You got like five to nine seconds. You have no, a lot that to say, mother. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Precisely. That's but now it. he's just like, oh, oh, no, there's more. Oh, wait. There's even more. They keep what time is it? Okay, wait. Let me. See. Oh shit! What am I gonna? Okay, all right. They've been here for 15, oh. 20 minutes. Yep. Let me get into this ejection seat. The ejection seat. Make sure I get. Uh, my, gotta be safe. Put the little seatbelt on here. Uh, gotta be safe. Well, if you well, launch you yourself out of the fucking <laughs> ejector seat without well, that, you're screwed. I, you're I reasoning agree. with a grenade. The grenades exploding. But I'm well, agreeing the, with the the strap in. You got to strap. Sadler is like, oh, how many grenades do you guys have? I'm like, we have three each, sir. I was like, throw them all in. I'm like, 
maybe we'll hold on to one each. You know what I mean? Like just, you never know when you're gonna need a grenade. Uh, by the way, this this uh, excellent uh, ejector seat explosion and Christopher McDonald reminds me of a stay tuned in a half. The movie Terminal Velocity. Oh, Anybody? Right. Whoa. Yes. As uh, Charlie Sheen is a yes. as a, a skydiving instructor. Oh. Christy Swanson, I believe. Nastasia Kinski, my friend. Ah, uh, wait. And that, so the chase is Christy Swanson. It's crazy. Okay. Chase so Christy Swanson. Oh, now that I've seen. Domino's Pizza. We oh, have yeah. to do the chase. Yeah, yeah. Because Dalton Voss's daughter has been taken. Maybe we'll do a, a Charlie back to back. Oh yeah, that would be something. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, Terminal Velocity. You've seen because your father's skydiving fetish. Of course, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah right. that's, 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 we saw the theaters. I never caught it. So is <laughs> wait is Charlie Sheen the main guy? He yes. is. Uh, Christopher Nolan's the heavy. James Gandolfini is yes. in that movie, no. sir. Don't worry about it. Oh it's not God, as though. deep as the ch the chase has an insane fucking oh, cast. Yes, but this that Terminal Velocity has a lot of surprises around the corner. But man, there's a lot of Sheen we haven't done that Sheen Sheenuary might be something. <laughs> Men at work. Is I saw overdue. Men at work. That's the WLM, obviously. Uh, the, and then the, uh, uh, the arrival. Yes, yes. where yes. the aliens' knees Nuts. bend right. the wrong you way. Got Ron Silver in that, and then. I recently rewatched. I recently watched this, the Rookie, the Clint Eastwood oh, movie. Oh, oh, oh. Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Charlie Man. Sheen, Chris Kevin Santa Claus that impression. Movie. Raul Julia is the villain. It, wow, like, amazing! It's really, it's, it's where really you want to be. It's weirdly, really it's bloody. It's fucking weird. Wow. So let's, let's, maybe we'll do a Sheen month next. Yeah, maybe, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Comment below. below. Yeah, it's, 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 I like that. Jinx. Uh, but so you, you know, um, he 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 escapes, and they're like, motherfucker, he got out of there. Let's just go back to our hideout. And then something, something uh, Barnes is like, I have a map. The hideout has to be here because the movie has to know it. Yeah. It's all this stuff about like is amazing. Like raspy voice. Like, oh, yes. Several years ago when there was an airport renovation and they changed all the wiring to here and yeah. they had to change this, you know, because of flooding. And yeah. I'm like. Kill someone. Somebody <laughs> yeah. shoot a gun. Yes. Can an explosion happen? All this. No, no. Why don't we just stand in a darkened hallway and maybe look <laughs> at a map? <laughs> and they wind up going to the church. This is when John Amos is like, you know, you we'll we'll take it from here. Uh, oh, the, the, I'm sorry. The first is McLean v. Uh, outside henchman with the icicle to the eye, yep. nice. which is the best kill of the movie, I think. Oh yeah. hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah Although I mean, John Amos is John Amos. Yeah, yeah, John, no, John, John Amos one. Yeah. Uh, ice pick eyeball two. Sure. Uh, paint scaffolding dummy three. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. I like that. I, yeah, I, I'm bad. happy with that order. And the not fourth bad. headshot. Yeah. <laughs> that it, it's a solid. The people mover headshot is also pretty headshot. <laughs> Just a general headshot because there are well, a couple. Headshot. Gotcha. Here goes Eric quoting aggro drift again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a monster. Headshot. Harmony Corinne's <laughs> aggro drift is coming soon, folks. No, it's not. In the world? Not to this feed, but as a movie, maybe. <laughs> Somebody's releasing it, I'm sure. We, Andrew but... and I saw it at the New York Film Festival. Oh, it I is see. It's the movie trip. that's like, it's all in heat vision, and they're basically, every character is an NPC from an action game. Whoa. There's basically trying to do a video game movie. It's very bizarre. Wait, Har Harmony Corinne made a movie that was unwatchable? Yeah, well... <laughs> Hold well, on. That's, that's what makes him a true artist is he's finding new levels of unwatchability. Right. Like Which what is, if, you know, trash humpers, you would think that's unwatchable enough. But no, 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 no. A movie that argues that uh, the future of cinema is video games and TikTok. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. that's the one. I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm the best assassin we were, I will in the say world. the Beach Bum was one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, hell, the Beach Bum. The Beach Bum's an Gorgeous excellent movie. movie. Yes. See, because that dude, that, you know, 
broken clock and whatnot. That was yeah. out. That's because I've still never seen it because of my heart rate. I just can't do you it. You got to do it, dude. I, 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 you got to fucking do it. Green uh, Breakers and Beach Turn bum. your key, sir. <laughs> Watch Beach Bum, sir. Turn your key. <laughs> I'm assuming you've already seen Spring Breakers, or have you not? Because of that, too. Not, yeah, oh, it's actually Christ. good. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Okay. Those, Those are good, the two really good wait, ones. Wait, that would be a great double feature. Yeah, actually, that it. would be good. Uh, so anyway, uh, General Grants, uh, or Major Grants, whatever, uh, men get into it here with yeah. Sadler's Fellas, big shootout. We no, Very pointedly, let's change our clips from red to blue. It's very, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean. If you haven't seen this movie before, you don't notice that. No, you don't. But I mean, if you if you have, you're like, oh, they're on double yeah. dare. I, Here's oh. the. <laughs> Although I, it don't... is the exact shade of red and blue is double dare. You're I, right. I I don't like because like there is one sh- when they're in the back of the uh, van with and Amos tells them to switch it. There is a blue one right in the middle of the frame. Like yeah. it wouldn't be hard to see. And then if you saw all the other guys, you'd be like, oh wait. Fuck's that? Uh, but yeah, they're 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 firing at each other, snowmobile chasing because love a good because our director chase. is finished. Got to get you that. Know, in there. I had this thought while watching this snowmobile chase. That snowmobiling is really fun. Well, probably yeah, it is. I well, I haven't been. Oh really? You've been? Very nice. Oh, very much. Oh, yeah. oh wow. several look times. At, no. Oh, look at you. Grew up you, driving snowmobiles. Yeah, with, with uh, under the tutelage of one uh, fucking William Sadler. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Yeah, Working dude. some mercenary army. No, or? growing up, you know, we we go up north to up my north. dad's, uh, you know, hunting cabin and whatnot. Yeah. And some of the fellows had snowmobiles so to drive around the forest. I had They're this fun. thought because I didn't remember what a snowmobile was called, and I wrote down jet ski, and I was like, why? And this is probably someone's bad stand-up bit, but <laughs> why aren't they jet skis? I mean, it's ski. <laughs> it's like literally, it has more to skiing has more to do with winter than right. water. Yeah. Sure, cross-country jet ski. And That's what's exactly the what deal <laughs> with <laughs> snowmobiles? They're very getting very dangerous here at this snowmobiling because when McLean shoots that one guy off of it, you see the snowmobile kind of land. It definitely hits like slushy ice. Like yeah. we're driving on something that's kind of thawing out maybe yeah, a little yeah, bit. It's very dangerous yeah, to be doing I do, that. I do that. Uh, at the end of this, why can't I shut that guy 14 times in the face? What? Of course. And yeah, because what, what's the line? He's like, oh, I had him right in my sights. Me, John McClane. I've killed over 100 people. No way I miss. <laughs> and then it's kind of, it's it's one of my favorite parts of the movie when he goes back to, oh God, yes. He goes back to Franz and Franz like, McLean, I've been wrong 14 times. I gotta be right this 15th. And they're like, no, you're wrong again because John Amos says, why, why the fuck would he be in on it? Those guys were fine. I saw them. They were shooting at each other. And, <laughs> and dude, Willis just opening this machine gun full of the blanks in this police station. Somebody Amazing. is shooting him. Someone's like, shooting him in the back. Are, there, <laughs> yep. are you kidding me? Someone with a fucking machine gun is shooting your boss? You're like, take the shot. Oh, I don't know, man. As you just said, shooting your boss, which <laughs> yeah. in this movie is Dennis Franz, and not for nothing, I feel the fantasy of most working Americans <laughs> is right. murdering your boss. You at least say, see that play out. That Your boss is dead, then you shoot the other guy. I, I, I also kind of think of it's more like uh, one of those situations of uh, how do you shoot John McClane in the back? <laughs> what if you miss? <laughs> Excellent. Because Sean McClain is coming for your ass. Oh, yeah, for sure. By the way, he's a demon. will come for you. That's the plot of Die Hard 3, righting (laughs) some wrongs. Uh, But, yeah, it would be great if if I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, we'll do that, McClain. I I just shit myself. I really, that was uh, fucking terrifying. Fuck. uh, You know what? I got to go to the locker room for a minute there. This crazy LAPD officer made me shit my rompers. I I don't want to sound like a coward, but I do. I feel I should go home to Ellen. (laughs) It'd be great if he had a heart attack and he just died. They're like, 
you killed him. Well, no, it was, it was blanks. Look, there's no bullets. Well, he's dead. Yeah, no. Well, you know what? I didn't. I didn't make bullets loud. All right. <laughs> it is kind of great, actually, because when the, the gun is going, and of course, like anyone would look this way. So yes. I'm not trying to act like I wouldn't. But it is very funny watching Dennis Franz scared. He's like. Ee! And it like is, he's got yeah. his like arms up in front yeah. of his face. It looks like there might be shit coming out of that ass. <laughs> I, I think we're getting some turds, dude. Yeah, oh, you, oh great, McLean. I'm at work and I just <laughs> sharded thanks to you. Fantastic. Oh no, that's uh oh boy, that's uh, some coffee and water mixed in the front of the pants there. <laughs> you know what, McLean? I'd fucking love to tell you that this was pudding, but it ain't, all right? <laughs> and I didn't even get to finish my goddamn Italian show, but I just shat the other half out. <laughs> you called it pudding. You, you know they're pudding smooth, don't you, McLean? <laughs> I, you know I like having a full sub in my belly. <laughs> Thanks, now Mc- I shit half of it out before I finish. <laughs> Thanks, McLean. Now I got shit in my pants and I'm starving. <laughs> I don't know why I'm explaining all this. I should be going home. I should be going home. Uh, but this is also uh, tangentially oh. happening when the airport panic is about to, because like right, now, yes. now uh, you know, Franz is on McLean's side. Like, Let's go kick some ass. And then the, the panic happens. Brutal Get- part here. Oh, please. With uh, John Amos's squad. Oh, oh yeah. When they're rolling out. And this is, this is one of the first instances I've, I'm not saying it's the first instance in cinema by any means, but it's the first time I think I personally, as a movie viewer, encountered one of these, wish we had you back in Grenada. Because we're just talking about this previous mission, and clearly this is where this was all set up. And there's this one guy who is the son of Ryan O'Neal. Wow. I looked up this fella here. Uh, Oh, and he was, uh, oh, what? He he was for a while with. uh, Rebecca De Mornay. Wow, good for this, him. He's the fill-in guy. There was a guy on the team that had appendicitis yes. and couldn't make the mission. So this guy's the last second replacement. He's like, oh, boy, sir, I really wish I was with you guys in Grenada. And John Amos has to be like, ah, yeah, me too, Billy, and just cuts this kid's throat. Yeah, it's oh, a good, mo- oh, good moment. It's a real good, and it's a good, like, it's a horror movie. Throat cutting. Oh, right. yeah. It's a Mrs. Voorhees quality throat <laughs> yeah. cut here. Absolutely. I, I guess it's a good thing that he wasn't in like a good movie like Paper Moon or something like <laughs> that because then his father didn't hit him. <laughs> Everybody know that story? No, what happened? He like hit Tatum O'Neill when he found out she uh, got the Oscar over him. What, Ryan O'Neill? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. What an asshole. That's like, no, oh, Ryan O'Neill is the biggest fucking piece of shit. Is that right? Whoa. He's got an ego that. Like, I mean, if you read stuff about Kubrick on Barry Lyndon, he was a nightmare. This was on, like, in Spy Magazine? <laughs> There's, like, a bunch of profiles of him that yeah. have been very open about Like, I'm trying to think. I, I want to say the only Ryan O'Neill movie I've seen is Barry Lyndon's. Like, uh, I never saw Paper Moon. Zero Effect? No. Huh? Never. The, the Driver? No, I've never seen The Driver. It's oh, good. Wow. Yeah, is that a good movie? Yeah. Is he the titular driver in yes, that movie? Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. You know who else is in that? Bruce Stern. Oh, hey, man. hey, man. Oh, get, pull over, driver. Yeah, get, get driving, driver. Bruce <laughs> Dern in Die Hard 2. Now you got yourself a motion picture. Come on, yeah. McLean, you fucking jackass. Yeah, he wouldn't resort to fucking toilet talk, like weight shaming and whatnot, you know? <laughs> uh, but so, uh, meanwhile... Holly on the plane because oh, that, that guy was getting itchy about the Robert Davi stuff. She has to <laughs> shock 
Atherton because it's like punching him out right, and it's like the taser. she and then stops his, his the old lady's report. like I'll get the cockpit with the box cutters <laughs> when, oh she's doing it we're taking them down we're taking them down next stop the pentagon finally it is the awesome. idea that you can bring this on a fucking plane is outrageous crazy. well maybe she said it was my fucking emotional support taser and <laughs> got it on the plane got it got it got it uh i do love this weird detail where both the people on the plane yes. this is 1990 so there's just a screen at the front of the plane everybody, everybody watches the same thing and the terrorists in the church yes. are both watching a Simpsons episode. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's Pretty great. When the family is nice. in the electric chair. Yes. Yeah. That, it's uh, Bart like humiliates Homer at the work picnic or something. And Sounds then, right. Yeah. 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 So here's the thing. The bad oh, sure. guys are getting away. Yes. Which to John McClane doesn't matter. No. You know what I mean? Like, you're worried about your wife. Uh, doesn't matter. The yeah. bad guys can get away. They Who cannot cares? get away. Whatever. Right. But uh, they're getting away. And uh, Franz and Dennis Franz and Robert Costanzo get stuck in traffic they can't help him this funny thing though where the three of them get in the car it's a weird like mclean gets in one side and dennis franz gets on the other side of yes. the car and he goes oh hey mclean say hi to my brother and it's yeah. costanzo like oh merry christmas yes. and like they're like cuz if if both gentlemen got in the car when they were going to and drive wherever they were going to but instead dennis franz runs into a cab yes Robert Costanzo's sitting bitch in this police car? <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't think that was happening. Isn't that where the shotgun goes and whatnot? I mean, you can't be sitting in the middle seat in the front of the police car. No, you can't. Uh, but he winds up out. going with uh, the he, the action news team. They, they, yes. they have a helicopter. And, like, this is when he's like, oh, go, you know, go into the hell, Go attack the plane. Like, we're not going to do that. He sir. wants this guy <laughs> to play chicken yes. with a 747, which the dude refuses to do. And he goes, oh, all right. All right. What about on top of it then? Yes. And then this is McLean jumping down. And why I think this is better than Die Hard 4 is he's just jumping on the top of this plane that's going to take off. Yeah. He's not surfing no. a stealth he's bomber. He's not surfing or rolling over on asphalt like like it's nothing. Yeah. No, and the plane is still on the ground. Yes. Ex that's the <laughs> exactly. other thing I really yeah. need to highlight. We get some great little fights here. John Amos comes out. Oh, man. It's it's a great, like, I'll take him. Yes. And, like, Amos gets out there. They get a little fight. It's a really great John Amos being, like, uh, I was just starting to like you, McLean, which yeah. is pretty great. Mm -hmm. And this dude just gets sucked into the jet turbines. Yeah. Ooh, wouldn't so that good. end your flight? Wouldn't that probably, just probably right? You know? The bones. I feel like you. Yeah, you probably mm -hmm. can't take off. Yeah. yeah, you know, if a fucking jacket is ruining the wing, I don't <laughs> yes. know how the, well, that doesn't I'm make sense. Also, yeah, that dude was a jacket and a whole person yeah, that yeah, went I, into your, <laughs> went into the turbine. Yeah, not only was a jacket going in there. But the person wearing that jacket also went inside. Yeah, the beret? Uh, yeah, that Sully was a piece of dumb shit, man. Just, oh, a few birds, you had to emergency land. Planes could take whole bodies. Yeah, yeah you, 220 pound what, man. What would you do if a dozen bodies flew into your airplane? Well, no, exactly. No, Chris, you're making a total point. Why is that dude a hero? It's not like he flew into a flock of John Amoses. <laughs> this is what we should be doing. We should develop some type of cadaver cannon to take down airplanes. Uh, <laughs> cadaver cannon. We just launch 
human remains at airplanes. We're leaving money on the table by letting these bodies be buried. We it's could be true. shooting them no, at the sky. We're not leaving money on the table with that, Chris, because the funeral industry is one of the biggest fucking rackets yeah. in yes, the world. and organ donation. Well, let's say it. Let's it would have it. to be sacrificed to give... Uh, an organization that needs much more money, the military. <laughs> yes, we, we just need to give them a little bit drastically more. Drastically underfunded. Uh, so then, you know, Sadler's like, oh, well, my old buddy John Amos just, uh, well, he's mincemeat. Let me go see what I can do. He gets, this is where, somewhere around here is where he mentions, like, now remember, uh, General Esperanza, you're the only one for whatever reason that can fly this plane. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and all the other military guys are just smoking cigars. Sh- the- dude, <laughs> we're back that we're playing cards. We got to fucking Fuck a little early. Assholes. It's a little early. We taped a bunch of Cheers episodes <laughs> off TV. We got those on. We got scotch going. You can't like be at the scene of the crime celebrating how you got away. Exactly, dude. You got to wait till you are fucking out mm-hmm. of the airspace, going down what? to South America or wherever just it is. Just make sure, please, before... Before you start blaring slow ride, can you get into the air? <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. But I wanted to take it easy. <laughs> and this is a fun fight with Sadler. A lot of kicking, Lucky. a lot of good movement. Sadler here. wins, which is interesting. Sadler yeah. does win. And you see all the his Tai Chi training has paid yes. off. Yeah. You speed that shit up. It's fight moves. Well, He's doing it. No, I, that is something I always like about It's like. Uh, a, a Schwarzenegger, a JCVD, a uh, 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 Sly even. It is so rare that they allow someone to just like absolutely outdo yes. them. Like they just, there's just not, he's getting like a couple hits in the ribs when yeah, he gets sure. close, mm-hmm. but he is getting owned by William Sadler. Yes, absolutely. And, and like, it's not like John McClane's not some fighting expert. He's Which is a, what's a great. What's, what's great about this movie. Unlike those future sequels, not yes. the third one, but the other ones is he becomes invincible. Yes. And yes. this is like, he's still in every man. Of course, he's going to get his clock cleaned by William Sadler. It'd be yes. great if Will have said, was like, oh, I got, oh, oh, fuck, Amos. All right, well, I got to take care of it. And he'd get, he's like, there's only one way. I only fight one way. And he gets naked. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> like well, I just realized I've never fought with my clothes on. Loop. I don't know if I can remember the moves. Loop me up, boys. <laughs> McLean can't get a grip on him. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's all greased up. Yeah. He's sliding around out there. He's about to do it. He's about to kick his ass, but like, he goes on one leg to get the shoe yeah. off and just falls over. <laughs> so instead, like, McLean gets tossed off this plane, but he grabs onto, like, the fucking gas cap. Because he's been trying to undo the fuel, fuel thing before right. he gets kicked off. And when Sadler kicks him, that's the only thing he's holding on to. So the force of the kick and his body weight rips the gas cap off. Yeah. Yes. And then he falls down in the snow and it's taking off. There's this trail of gas. I thought he was going to shoot the gas because I didn't know. I didn't realize the fire can jump so well. Uh, well, oh. actually, busted the Mythbusters. <laughs> did they do this? They did this. And said they blew they... up a plane full of people. <laughs> yes, I believe. Yeah, the Mythbusters a... first tried to figure out if you could recalibrate <laughs> navigation equipment to go be- two hundred feet yeah. below sea level. Could we find that passport and identification from the nine eleven wreckage that far from <laughs> Look, the plane? Let's find out. <laughs> let's prove Wood Hands Gruber would have died if he <laughs> fell from the Nakatomi right, Tower. So it was busted. It's the Die Hard 2 episode. Let's prove, could a TV dad stop a, a plane from taking off if you, if you huck it inside of a, the turbine? <laughs> Alan Thick, what do you think? Well, what do you, oh, no. <laughs> All right, His so, last words are, my son's a loser. 
Wait, you know, so what? So what? So they busted it. Then. They busted it. Huh? Yeah, I, I gotta look it up. Busted. Uh, All right, it's been busted. Ed O'Neill okay. wanted too much. <laughs> I will say it looks cool. I love it's seeing cool. this yeah, plane it explode. It really goes for it. Then what's also interesting? Maybe they covered this on their episode. The t- oh, here you go. The TV series Mythbusters. T- Mythbusters tested the idea of blowing up a 747 by igniting a stream of jet fuel and ra- rated it as busted. They found that jet fuel, mm-hmm. essentially kerosene, was extremely hard to light. In liquid form, especially in a blizzard, and the, the flames would not have propagated fast enough to catch up to the plane. Nice. Okay. okay. So, did they also mention anything about uh, landing your an airliner in fiery wreckage? <laughs> yeah. Because now all these planes start like oh, we could see the land. We'll just land in the fucking gasoline fire Dude, and it's and into the wreckage of a previously blown up airplane. And it's and one after the field, other. By the way, yes, yeah. it's one after the other. You see, it's like. The heart, like the triumphant music starts playing. It's like, boom, 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 And you see this traffic <laughs> well, line. There's one line that some guy on the radio, oh, if they can do it, then we can do it. We're exactly. going to land. We're going to land. <laughs> the first one's amazing because Bruce Willis, uh, uh, John McClane is like, well, there's your landing signal right yes, there. Yes, oh, yeah. And You're like, welcome. <laughs> the guy comes in and, it, like, it sees the wreckage and is like, it is. It's right. Like he's answering John McClane. Yes, yeah. He's not. He's not seeing an explosion. Well, because it's such a mess. Like why John McClane is doing anything that he's doing. So they have to be like, oh no, he has to save the day and save Holly. Even though everything he was doing up to that point, including fighting William Sadler, had nothing to do with saving his wife. Well, I think, you know, you're not wrong. Yes. The movie justifies it because someone says to him, Something to the equivalent of like, well, why do you care? Yes. And he goes, because I don't like to lose. Yeah, okay. And that's sure. all it is. All right. that's all that's, I do like that he admits it at least. Yeah. That is a sure. good thing. Yeah, that's true. Although uh, I kind of, I don't know. If you're cruel like John McClane is at heart, don't you want to let them take off and not notice that oh, all the yeah. fucking thing? And then have them think of their demise for a full couple, like 10 minutes while <laughs> oh, they're yeah. about to meet the ground head on. Sure. Yeah, like once you get up to 20,000 feet, like the, the light starts going on, like, oh, we're totally fucked. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, oh, we got no gas left. Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh, it, 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 Best case scenario, we are landing and immediately getting arrested right. and put into <laughs> a jail underneath the jail. I do love him screaming, uh, speaking of Stallone, like it's the end of Rocky. He's just like, Holly! oh, yeah. <laughs> There's your fucking landing light, Holly. It really it reminded me of that too. Really, yeah. oh my god. Streetcar named John McClane. <laughs> yeah. And I never want to be in an airplane crash or a close call no. or anything like that. No, I don't. You don't. But I really want to ride down that slide. You know, I mean, it's just uh, sort yeah. of like you know, mm-hmm. it's just especially in water, ice cold water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, the they let you do that occasionally at the uh, Aeronautical Museum oh, uh, really? in DC. Yeah, you got to be. Uh, Gotta be there on a special day. Like, Could you right. guys, I need to uh, know what day that is immediately. <laughs> there, there's yeah. an online. Go worry. You're fine. Could you guys light me on fire when I do this? <laughs> I want the full experience. Dad. Yeah, Dad. Start screaming Holly. <laughs> Just before we start taking the video, start screaming Holly. Uh, Holly sees. I do love that it's all these people trying to get off this plane as fast yes. as possible. They're all jumping down. And Holly McClain about to jump before her old lady friend who's behind her, by the way, real yeah, nice oh, yeah. Holly. Well, this okay. old lady's a fucking terrorist. She deserves to die. <laughs> yeah, she true. is a piece of garbage. But like the line stops at Holly because she hears John yelling yeah. and I'm like, why don't you get off first? Like, yes. If I was so, I'd be like, get the fuck off the plane! <laughs> what are you listening for? Your husband? Get off the plane! 
Oh, it's crazy. But they reunite, of course. We're making out. We got fucking Dennis Franz. Uh, his last thing. All right. Hey, McLean, you get a parking ticket in front of my airport? Yeah. Ah, it's Christmas. <laughs> and he's like tearing uh-huh. it up. Shay McLean, you ever think about showing your ass? <laughs> it seems like it's going around these days. Christmas goes both ways, pal. <laughs> I hear you and your wife are going to the motel. You got a room in there for a turn? Yeah, I know for a fact every hot tub in that hotel can fit a maximum of three guests, if you know what I mean. Look, I'll even sit there in the corner, be nice and quiet. Lorenzo ain't got no problem watching, McLean. <laughs> well, if I'm watching, I got to get cucked, so she has to pretend to be my wife. <laughs> anyway, thanks for saving the day. So we're ch- I'm checking in with her, and you're going to come in after, right? <laughs> you got to keep the illusion alive, McLean. It's called role-playing, you fuck. I- I hope you don't mind. I'm just going to be calling her honey a lot. <laughs> honey, do you have the credit cards? Honey, how could you do this to me? Is what I'll be saying. As I masturbate, McLean. You understand it. Every few minutes, you got to just turn around and make direct eye contact me without pulling pod there. And and you just go, you got a problem with this? And I say, no, sir. And then you keep going. That's how we get to what I call a screaming orgasm. Now, where's that other half of the sandwich I didn't shit out? <laughs> Gotta scrape that in the belly. Need the protein. Yeah, I might be shitting in the corner, too. Be sure you book one of them hotels where when you turn the light on in the bathroom, the fan goes automatically. You know what I mean? That's a, that, that means no Super 8s and count out the yeah. La Quintas. We're going to want to run the fan all night. So this movie's over. Yeah, yeah it's good. Let, let it snow starts playing. Yeah, I do appreciate, man. Just like that first movie, it is the end of the movie, and here come them credits before sure. any six months later or yeah. whatever the yeah. fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. Uh, so that concludes Woo. Rennie Harlan's Die Hard Two. Go around the horn here for some final thoughts, Eric Siska. Yes. Uh, you know, on paper, I should like it. There's stuff I like. There's good fights. I love the dummies. There's stuff to like here. I just wish the location was fleshed out more. Like, airports aren't very interesting. And if you were going to set it in one, and I know, like, the Denver airport didn't have the horse yet. But if there was some iconography I could latch on to, I think it would have made this more enjoyable. Sunlight, maybe, too. I know the blizzard's (laughs) a Christmas-timey thing. There was just... It just doesn't quite get there for me, but it's better that it's one. Of, it's the third best Die Hard movie. Yep, there you go, Chris Cabin. Oh yeah, I like this movie quite. A, I mean, it's always going to be. It's always going to be one, three, two. Uh, it's just that's just that's the order. Yeah. Uh, this, but to me, this has everything I want from an action movie. The sequel itis it has is pretty yeah. horrible. And that's what kind of dulls it for me a bit. Is that it is a bit much, but they scatter it enough. I'm following it. I wasn't bored. I I really wasn't. All this stuff with the back of the airport, I was like, okay, that's. I mean, like, oh, sorry, it wasn't a factory. Whoops, a doodle. <laughs> uh, Fair like, point. Uh, it, you know, it's fine to me. And like, I I love Bruce Willis, and I love this character up until he became, you know, Ben Grimm, yeah. uh, and was ben just a Grimm. rock monster. Uh, but uh, you know, before that, I love this character, and I think you know these three movies have stood the test of time because the character rules. Yeah, Steve Sadak. Yeah, you know it's funny when you said that you'd seen you know Dired One, Dired Two, Dired Two all twenty times each because you're a completist. 
my family, we we didn't like a movie. We threw it out. You know what I mean? So we watched. Wow. We were always watching one and three. I've only seen this movie like two or three times. Yeah. Total tops, including last night. And it just, it's just, I, it doesn't work for me. It's, it's a, it's a weak. It, 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 it's absolutely the third best Die Hard movie. There's, there's no two ways about that. But you know, and, and there's, it, I had more fun watching the kills than I would have thought. But it is so convoluted, and the the sequelitis that it has. It's it just you know I, I'd rather watch anything else almost. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's an interesting fifty fifty split here this week because I'm with Chris. I like this movie. I don't think it's great. Sure, the sequelitis does just totally you know sideline it a lot of the times, especially like in those times where they're so nail on the head. Like, how could this shit happen to the same guy twice? Like, oh fuck, I know I'm watching Die Hard Two. Can you even stand it? It's like I'm in a movie again. <laughs> oh fuck. Second time I found myself in an action movie. Like, yeah, that's all dumb. I really like Barnes, the airport tech guy. Sure, I think yeah. he's cool. He's Marvin, great. the fucking creepy janitor. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Awesome. I do agree though, if we could consolidate some of them tertiary characters into just one fella, that would be something. Dennis Franz, an absolute delight, just being humiliated at every turn in this movie by John McClane. Love that. Love that guy. He talks like a jerk in this movie all the time. It's really great. I don't know. If you haven't seen these movies, you got to do it. You got you got to <laughs> yeah. see all of them. I'd say the definitive ranking is one, three, two, four, five, by the way. Yeah. Nothing it. gets better. Nothing gets worse than a good day to die hard. Uh, really embarrassing movie there. Uh, but yeah, this was fun. So, you know, whatever and Rennie Harlan I'm starting to come to find the dude makes fun movies I don't know oh fuck when it's an action movie the man knows what he's doing but you've got to allow him to do that this the exorcist the beginning thing it's because it's not an action movie it does it it doesn't call it any of the things he's good at at least even like I rewatched Cutthroat Island it's not good but at least it's an action movie so it calls on some of the things he's good at I think Exorcist Beginning would have been better if uh, playing like Father Marin's number two was Dennis Franz. Oh, nice. I think we really yes, could have done definitely. a lot there. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> Christ compels you. Yeah, just wake up. You're fucking faking it. <laughs> You're going to want a bathroom with a fan going for this exorcism, <laughs> I'll tell you that. That is Die Hard 2 from 1990, directed by Rennie Harlan. If you want more We Hate Movies, uh, of course, check out the Patreon, where if you are listening to this now, that means you have subscribed to the $8 level or up, and you have gotten this advertisement-free, folks. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we already mentioned it. We're getting into the Christmas spirit, the holiday spirit, hardcore uh, this month, and we started things off back on December 1st, the very first day of the month, with a We Love Movies episode exclusively on Patreon at the $5 level and up. All about Big Dick Donner's Lethal Weapon, fantastic motion picture. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the holiday season, if you were listening to it, the week it comes out, which is the first week of December, on December 7th, in Jersey City, at, yes. uh, right. at, at White Eagle Hall. Two days from now. Two days from now, we will be talking about the Santa Claus in front of a live audience. It's our only New York City adjacent show for a very long time. That's if right. You're in the tri-state area. You want to come to that show if tickets are still available. Yeah, yeah, they're getting low. So go to whnpodcast.com and come on out to White Eagle Hall in beautiful Jersey City, New Jersey. Absolutely. The Patreon selections will keep kicking. We'll keep to the uh, holiday theme as much as possible, like on Animation Damnation, Steve. Uh, We're doing a Doug Christmas or something. Oh, it's a Doug Christmas episode where... Pork chop is framed for biting BB and the whole town 
once mm-hmm. this dog executed, <laughs> oh, yes. wow, okay. you <laughs> better believe it is a children's holiday spectacular. Yes, kill your dog, I- funny. Guess I'm gonna hate that. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, for once in a lifetime, we are of course going to be doing a, a very nutty Christmas. Oh, oh a yes. very nutty. Can I tell you a quick thing about a very nutty Christmas? We, we were we were we were talking about uh, a very nutty Christmas at, at Thanksgiving. We're Ooh. telling my sister about it, and she goes, "I swear to God," she goes, "Oh." Is that one of those like really bad movies that probably stars some like CW star no one remembers, like Barry Watson? Oh no! And Chelsea and I were both like, "Holy oh, fuck, that's exactly who God. stars in that movie!" <laughs> and if you haven't heard of it, folks, it's about a nutcracker that comes to life and romances Melissa Joan Hart. Yes. Oh, it is quite something. Ooh, and then on the Gleep Glossary, folks, it doesn't stop there. We are do we're changing it up on the Gleep Glossary this month. We are doing a Redux episode. Covering something we covered eight years ago, mm. the Star Wars Holiday Special. Ooh. That's right. Now with 100% more Steve Sadak, because I wasn't on that. You were oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, I was not. What I were did... you doing? Taking a shit? I mean, it was, it was a three-man microphone. We oh, didn't have the right. technical yeah. capability. You were watching more in the corner, and <laughs> jerking off, <laughs> and we were doing the show. Okay, yeah, no, I totally forgot about that, so that's amazing. You're going to be here for that. I think this is going to be a lot of fun going back through the Star Wars Holiday Special. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Melrose 210, of course. No Christmas to be found there because we covered the Melrose Place Christmas episode like back in July or some sure. shit. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you want to get horny for the holidays, Melrose 210 is the show to do it at, folks. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. And then the Nexus will also just be normal shit. There's no uh, holiday no, Christmassy right. times. I don't believe so. You know, there's that one episode of uh, TNG where Picard plays Charles Dickens. Oh, no, that was just Patrick Stewart doing something. <laughs> oh, completely. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm playing with my Dickens. <laughs> oh, Lord. And end of the month, folks, uh, it ain't out yet uh, as this airs, but keep your eyes peeled. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Terry. That's a mouthful. Mm. Uh, the third Harry Potter movie is our final commentary for 2023. Mm. And if it's anything like the last two, there are going to be some fan favorite commentaries oh uh, right here. Look, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Look at how much you're missing by not being on Patreon. My really. God. That it's honestly, I mean, yeah. it's the majority of our work. Yeah. Yes. It's the so decent thing to do. Subscribe. <laughs> Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. And we appreciate you and love you. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, next week here on the Tuesday show, Steve, uh, We Hate Movies continues with what motion picture? Uh, we're keeping it Christmassy, but it's getting a little spooky because it's Silent Night. Deadly Night. Ooh, yeah. All 79 minutes of uh, horror uh, Santa goodness. I it's, cannot wait. I love yeah. this movie. I oh, think it's yeah. a great little it, little picture. It is not up there with the all-timers like Christmas Evil, of course. Oh, Christmas yeah. Evil is amazing. It yeah. is or quite, elves. Quite oh, oh, elves. I still have not seen elves. You know what? A guy that looks like fucking Kenny Loggins or Kenny Rogers is like, I need to know the connection between the elves and the Nazis. Real line from okay. that film. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going home right now. <laughs> Turning it on. Holy shit. So until next week, where we talk all about Silent Night, Deadly Night, I've been Andrew Jupin. Steven Zeta. Eric Siska. Chris Gavin. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>